got a fever. And the only prescription is more... This yo, yo. is the Cigar Authority. It's the biggest helicopter leasing event in the Western Hemisphere since 1997. The Authority. Like Kobayashi. On everything cigar. The cigar takes time. Yeah. That's the whole key. And out of the cigar industry. It's in the hole. With your host. Hey, D-Man. David Garofalo. Wait, who are you? Julius Caesar? Who the hell is Julius Caesar? You know I don't follow the NBA. Mr. Jonathan. I know who I am. I'm a dude playing a dude disguised as another dude. Barry and Chuck Morrison. 60% of the time, it works every time. It's time to light them up. Screw it, let's let them do it. It's time. It's a win-win for me. For the Cigar Authority. I gotta have more. Ah! In the hole. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Saturday, November 12, 2016, broadcasting live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios. Today, back at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. And today, we get debonair with the man himself, Phil Zangi from Debonair Cigars and Rum, and we'll also take a ride on Indian motorcycles as uh, we're, while we're at it. Uh, Mr. Jonathan and Barry are away, but the show must go on, and it will. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location and the only show that doesn't, doesn't just allow smoking. We insist. We demand you light up along with us. Tune in at thecigarauthority.com, where you can watch live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on Podbean, YouTube, iTunes, where you can set it and forget it. And now we're on Facebook Live. There we go. And uh, gentleman Chuck Morrison is hello, with hello. us. Uh, Derek is with us. And Derek has a big announcement big later announcement. in the show, so stick around for that. But with us from Indian Motorcycle Cigars, from Debonair Cigars in Rum, Phil Zangi, welcome back. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's great to be back. Thank you, Dave. Well, thank you for your continued support of the Cigar Authority. You were there from the beginning, and uh, thank you so much for that. But good to have you back here. Absolutely. You're uh, visiting America again. It's beautiful. Nice, yeah. cool weather, finally. Yeah. Yeah. The, you know, Changing of the leaves. Most of the uh, people in the cigar industry stop coming. This time of year. Yeah. And this is when you come. I always come right before it starts to snow. Yeah. Right before Thanksgiving. I okay. always like to do my end of the year in the, in the new, in northeast New England. Yeah. See you, see all the other guys sure. around. The original, you know, the original 13, you there know. There we go. The guys who first helped me get going and believed in the debonair ideal and believed in the whole movement I was trying to do and... It's Everybody alive and well. It's crazy. You it's know? alive and well. Even you in the beginning. Yes. Like, I don't know, but <laughs> I don't. Maybe if you do it, but I don't know. <laughs> but it's been blessed. Um, as I always said, it was divinely guided. Um, trying to bring back the original way that I thought cigar smoking and, and the enjoyment of it should be is to really the camaraderie and to uh, just enjoy each other's company while smoking a cigar and I think a lot of people have taken to it. I've really, sure. you know, I'm, you know, with my social media stuff, I do a lot of positive thinking every day. The prayer of the day. I love it, Phil. Every- I love it, man. <laughs> I seriously, I'll just go to your Facebook page and scroll through. Yeah. And it's so motivational and Thank inspirational you. and just uplifting. You know, if you're having an S day or a bad day, right. go to Phil Zangi's Facebook page. Right. That's what I try to do. And the thing is, is um, it's weird. I've been around a lot. Now that I have the new distribution company that work, I work with, Drew Estates, which has been a blessing. I meet a lot more people. And, I mean, there's a lot of people. I don't know these people. They come up. They give me a hug. Thank you, sure. man. It really helps. And it means yeah. a lot. I've got no bad ever, anyone ever saying anything bad. Like, you know, you think people will get upset about, you know, religion and this and that. No, not Forget once. It. How do you say something bad about it? And, you, listen, I've gone back 
second time during the day, I read it, mm-hmm. and then as the day is going on and it's one of those days, you go back just to, yeah. all right, let me let me. Uh, in some days, it's exactly. It's almost like the horoscope. <laughs> that I actually look at it and I go, oh, my God, he's like talking to me today. That's actually right on my, to me. Do you know? I wanted to say that a couple of times to you like, oh, my God, talk about hitting home on that one. Well, so. it's funny because before the show, maybe our Facebook audience saw this. I think it might have been before we went on the uh, Facebook uh, pregame show. But you guys reached for your lighters and coincidentally enough, had the same exact exactly lighters. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Exactly. Lighter. Uh, Great okay, so yeah, absolutely. So we we have Mr. Jonathan uh, doing the dance thing today. He's the, uh, the what legends is of legends dance. of dance. Yep. So he's away, uh, Florida, I think. And Barry Stein is on his uh, next to last day of his two week honeymoon. He's on a boat. Uh, so God he's bless. on a boat. And um, that's it. So, so it's us. The show must go on. So the show does go on, and it'll go on with. Uh, you can take one down, pass it around. Uh, with the Indian motorcycle cigar, so uh, uh, let's give it a cut and light, and then we'll have Phil tell us uh, all about this. So uh, it's time to cut our cigar, the official cutting, brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo, the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. And... Uh, Give it a little taste before I even light this thing. I taste barrel age. Got any barrel age going on here? Nothing at all? 12 gauge. 12 gauge? (laughs) And uh, we're going to use the Glock today. Is that it? Mm -hmm. This is the Glock. This is the Vertigo Glock. It is a triple jet flat style flame lighter. And these are an excellent little very thin profile lighter that fit perfectly in your pocket or your travel humidor. Not only do they have the classic Vertigo big-ass tank, but they have a huge adjustment wheel at the bottom, too. And these retail for only $14.99. What? Yeah, they're amazing. So, really. They're really amazing. So, just before the show's ready to start, he lights up his cigar he was smoking earlier, and uh, he has actually the same one. You travel with it. I love it. It's great. There's the, the, They have the other version that's the like the... It kind of looks like a blazer, mm. you know, but it's got Rounded. the triple flame. Yep. And um, I like the, f- the three in a row, the trident, because it, it's easy to touch cigars up. Sure. Like, and it's not like I, w- I used to use that, uh, that gold, the black label from. Uh, flat flame. The flat flame. So just like a flat flame. It's, exactly. It's yeah. the same theory. And it, wor- and it works great. And it, it does eat a lot of fuel, but who cares? In the grand scheme. But fourteen ninety nine. You can't. Yeah, come on. Crazy, right? It's amazing. And it it's, comes with fluid in it. Yeah. So it's like... They're free. amazing. It's an amazing... It's a really, really good bargain for yeah. what you get. You they're, know? they're killing. That's the stuff I travel with. It, you put it with your shaving stuff, mm-hmm. and it exactly. gets through. It gets through. So uh, I haven't used the shaving stuff in the past couple of weeks. I'm trying that. to be like uh, you guys, right? Yeah. It's No Shave November. So. It's Movember. Movember. You're kind yeah. of freaking out about it. I, I dig it. I don't know why you're all nervous. You never had a beer. I've, I've never known you to have no, a beer. No, beca- and I've tried each November. I last maybe a week or so, and it bothers me that I look dirty. So I, I what, say. So you're, what are you saying? No, you're what, all clean. What are you saying? You got it, but at the beginning, right? The beginning of <laughs> no, it. No, it's, it's itchy. And you're not used to it? Yeah. yeah I'm not no, it's great. All. You get a brush, like a small brush, and brush it. And it sounds weird, but it feels this good. And it, really? And it, and it trains it. It's like trains the hair. Because I do got some wild things you'll train going on it, here. You'll train yeah, yeah. Some don't more. mind me. I'm just going to tweak your mic real okay. quick. Thank you. Don't, t- <laughs> don't, don't touch. Chuck, why is he touching me? I don't know. <laughs> so Indian Motorcycle Company, different from Indian Tobacco, which is you also. Yes. 
And I know a lot of people saying, India Tabak, that was Rocky Patel, but that's, that's not. Right, no, it, it was later on. I mean, yeah. that's, that's the truth of it. Is that I, I started in 91, by 96, 97, I met Rocky Patel. He became my partner. We became partners. We were working together into 2001. And then we separated, and I, got, I stayed in the mass machine business with my other partner, Danny Sinclair, which is the yeah. partner in Debonair House, which encompasses Indian motorcycle cigars and also Debonair in the rum and stuff. And um, it's basically, uh, I look at it, uh, getting this back in my hands, it's full circle in life, where sure. rarely you get a second chance, yeah. you know? And Polaris purchased it. They came back to me, and it was between me and a couple other companies that they said, and... Um, Basically, the guys there said, all roads lead back to you. Would you want to do it? I said, sure, man. And it's, there we go. It is the divinely guided thing again because it's now at the point in my life um, I, th- I can really do it the way it needs to be done. But you're going to have Indian Tobacco also. Yes, sir. But I brought is, that back. This is kind of a spinoff of Indian Tobacco, which is Indian Motorcycle, which right. is really what it was. It's, it's, it's exactly what yeah. it was. It's exactly what it was because yeah. they, they, I have the rights to Indian Tobacco, and I, also, I told them, would you, but I, I don't want to do Indian Tobacco right now. I, let's bring it back so it doesn't really muddy waters because Indian Tobacco had uh, turned into a value brand yes. into many different outlets out there to say. Yeah. And so I just don't want, I don't want to confuse it. In a lot of store level, they were used to seeing it in another outlet, so they didn't like. If sure. You have, you have many yeah. people say, "Well, basically, I'm bringing this back." So it's it's a it's a resurgence of an original idea I had from the '90s, but now with a new face to it. You know. Okay. So in a uh, different blend, and I mean, yeah. So yeah. talk about the blend. What do we have here? Well, this one here is a it's an Ecuadorian Havana wrapper, and then we have the uh, binder from the Dominican Republic, El San Vicente binder, which I use on all my products. Okay. I really love it, and then um, I use a, a ligero. From Jalapa, right, fifty percent, and then a fifty percent seco piloto cubano mejorado, which is a it's a, a original seed strain that old man Leo Reyes has that he grew first second generation. So basically, it's what piloto cubano should taste like, you know. A Honduras? No, Dominican. Okay, Dominican. So right. it's got, and you can see, it's got a little fat to it. It's got a lot of sweetness to it. Real floral. It's a totally different than debonair because a lot of people were expecting. I'm like, look, man, I'm I'm doing something that. Price point six to eight bucks, whatever you know, yeah. that kind of thing. This is more for people that like for more for the riders because the whole thing I've I've tried to build around the Indian motorcycle brand is a smoke history campaign, right? Because I do have a history with it. The history of Indian motorcycles, incredible Americana, um, and people that don't smoke a lot, like a lot of riders sure. that would, would they ride all day. They go on these tours with each other and they want to sit down and smoke a cigar. I don't want to. I didn't want to give them something that was. Along our lines here, the guys that smoke a lot, someone that maybe smokes a Mac or some smoke thing, that they can give something with more flavor. Mm, yeah. that they won't be, they'll go, wow, this is actually good. And they'll buy more and they'll enjoy cigars more and get yeah. more in there. I would say medium. Medium. Yeah. Medium just, flavored, yeah. well balanced. Yeah. yeah. I get a flavor profile. Right away. All right, yeah. So for me, it's a, the, the finish you receive on a glass of red wine, like a Merlot, that finish, that's the prevalent flavor that I'm getting from this right now. I can see that. Very nice. I can see that. I would give you the harp, okay. but I'm not there today. Well. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's light. I like it. It's sweet to me. It's very sweet. Yeah. It's, floor. it's, re- it's got that real good, like the little bit of the body of the, of the Nika, you know? But then it's got that little, that floral taste of the Dominican. Yeah. You know? It does have that little zip that I'm detecting yeah. from that Nicaragua. Nice yeah. and, and is that where you go? And I don't know my wine's very good, but after you drink the wine, you got a little zip at yeah, the end yeah, of it. Exactly, yeah, exactly that. Yeah. Exactly that. Like okay. right at the finish. You know, so you've completed your sip. It's now in your system in that, that mm. zip, if you will. Yeah. Yep. Very pleasant. Yeah, you, you know you're smoking yeah. it. You know, you, you said Macanudo. 
Not at all. No, but I'm, yeah. But, <laughs> not but at I'm all. I'm saying that's what, that, 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 to coin a term, I mean, I try to make something that would sell like that. Yeah. Way, yeah. I hope. I wish for you. <laughs> but that's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> that. Yeah. For you. But something more flavor, you know? Yeah. yeah. I, I think a biker or something is not going to go to something as mild as a Macanudo, even if he'd rather have a Macanudo, but I'm just, like it's. God forbid I get in an accident and I'm caught dead with the Macanudo. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't want it to happen, yeah. you know? <laughs> no, but you know, we want, I want, this was put into people that really don't smoke cigars all the time that but want to tr- smoke cigars. And so you, you kind of bring them into a flavor profile that'll, like, they'll enjoy it off the bat. Yeah. It's not too strong and not too, like, wow, that was too much for There's me. There's a lot of flavor. There's yeah. plenty of flavor here. It's I clean. Can... It's more your, I mean, yeah. along the lines you like. Yeah. We're I... going to get into the debonair, and you said already, you're going to smoke the debonair? Because you know debonair is a full-flavored, yeah. full-bodied cigar, and i got to go easy. So you go... say. So you say. Yeah? Yeah. Most people, it's weird. I get it both. You're one... I don't even want to get into it, but... The one time that you smoked it, you didn't feel good, remember? Yes. Yeah, and that was pretty. And then all those people bought them because you said you didn't feel good. And they they loved it. it, (laughs) It was a selling point. Yeah, it's (laughs) like, God, it was the worst uh, promotion I ever did, and it worked. (laughs) Telling people, yeah, just. That's when I knew I didn't win the cigar of the year because he actually smoked one while he was shoveling. And I said, you know what? I think I lost. Because he gave me love love that day. Look, Phil, I'm smoking it. I'm like, I lost. Oh, no. (laughs) He did. He did. (laughs) Find Dave face down in the snow. He, he's throwing me a bone here. <laughs> Throw me a bone one day before I get kicked in the, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I can see this one being a very approachable cigar for mm-hmm. everybody across the board. This one, it's it's right in the middle there and this is something that those mild guys and the guys who like the stronger yeah. stuff can go to. Yeah. Medium flavor. I mean, that's why I try oh, to yeah. shoot for. Yeah. So you have an, an early association with Indian motorcycles. In 1991 I was in high school in California. And I met a guy named Nick DeLeone, and he owned the actual Indian motorcycle trademark. So I had a retail trades class in high school. And I asked him, we became friends, and I asked him, can I use the trademark to make T-shirts for my retail trades? And he says, go right ahead. So I started using it, and it just did really, really well. So then I subsequently convinced my father to, fi- to finance me to start to make motorcycles again. Wow. And we, I, went out of gradu- I wasn't even out of high school. Then we moved to Springfield, Mass., I lived in Avon, but we went to Springfield every day. And then we rented on number six State Street, the original Indy Motorcycle building, half of it. Awesome. And then we started to try to do it again. And it yeah. just was, it was going great, but my, it's just, yeah. You can yeah, read, you can read it's a law. I don't think <laughs> yeah. you, <laughs> it was, it's been a beautiful, beautiful ride. Not to, you it, know. It could make for a beautiful book. It could I'll be. tell you, because you're talking about a high school kid and uh, making it big and the, the different problems that happen along the way and despite that it's only it, temporary defeat here we go it's, it's only temporary defeat yeah it, you never really fail i don't and, believe in and, failure and, and it's funny that you end up going with drew estates yeah that's amazing which, which jonathan drew and i knew, I knew jonathan from a long time Me too. ago we both, too. yeah and uh talk about defeats lots of defeats along the way and it's keep going you know, get past that and keep going. If, if you've ever learned anything from those two people, mm. it's like if it knocks you down, wipe yourself off, get back on, keep going, and then you, you see, and the next thing you know, success. It is the, it is the power of positive thinking. Yeah. PMA, positive mental attitude. I mean, that's one of my main things. I mean, and it's not my theory. I mean, it's Andrew Carnegie. It's Napoleon Hill. It's Dr. Norman Vincent Peale. It's uh, Zig Ziglar. I mean, there's yeah. many great people that they've kind of all these new – newfangled things you see out there are pretty much coming from these guys, you know? And uh, I just gone back and I, I listen to them and I read their books and I do the defined purpose and the accurate thinking and the specified knowledge and all that stuff. And 
and, if, and it works. Listen, it works you, if you, you told me about it. it. Yeah. I, I read it. I, li- I listened to the book. I read yeah. the book. I, and despite being a hundred and something years old right. or something, the book, yeah. it's right to today. And the last one he published took 72 years for them to release it to family. It's called Outwitting the Devil, right? If you, if you listen to it now, it will freak you out. It's exactly what is going on today. Yes, like, yeah. I'm talking verbatim of what we're going through. Wow. Of everything about this, it's amazing. And I listen to it continuously. And I, I make my sons listen to it. And then they get real, they don't like it after a while. <laughs> so I put on the radio. They're like, this is insane. I don't no, know there is something to, li- to listen to something over and over. Yeah. And then you find more and more about it. You know, and, and this is the Bible, basically. Mm-hmm. You, you say it many, many times. And yeah. then you're starting to get more and more out of it as you go on. So uh, with that, let's go to the matchup of the week brought to you by VS. It is the matchup of the week brought to you by VS. VS. Stands for Versus, but it stands for Victor Sinclair. Victor Sinclair Cigars. Just a little, this little segment that's in here is, would you do this hypothetical thing? Uh, um, who would win in this hypothetical matchup, basically? Mm-hmm. Who would win in this hypothetical? And I picked a certain perfect one for you. I thought this would be the perfect one to dis- discuss with you. Mm-hmm. Muhammad Ali versus Rocky Marciano. Marciano. And that's wow. it. Wow, quick. Marciano. You've thought of this before. Oh, that, that, yeah. this, this is a common thing. Actually, there was something done years ago with it. Where the computer-generated yeah. thing. Yeah. And Marciano won. Marciano ended up knocking him out. Wow. I would have been dead wrong. Because when you asked us in the pregame about this, yeah. my first thought immediately, Muhammad Ali. No, Marciano for me. Wow. And I thought about it a lot. Yeah. And I think in the end, just a brutal, he could take such a beating. Yeah. Right? And... And Ali was an amazing technician in fighting, and he was an amazing skilled fighter, but his knockout power wasn't so prolific. He was just a better boxer than everybody. He'd wear you out. He'd wear you out, then knock right. you out. And then you'd pretty much be exhausted. But, but and this go is down. the guy you can't wear out. You couldn't be, you, could, you couldn't kill him. Undefeated. 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 Is Marciano the greatest of all time? Is Arguably. There, is there anyone tough. better? I mean, in his weight class? Yeah. He's a heavyweight. He was a heavyweight. Yeah, no, I'm saying, but yeah. remember, it's, that's what the biggest argument of boxing is. Yeah. Who's the greatest of all time? But you can't, in what weight class? I mean, the greatest of all pound for pound? I mean, you're talking, there's so many out yeah. there. I mean, I mean, I always like Roy Jones Jr. People's great. Pernell Sweepy Whitaker. Even Mayweather. Yeah. Roy I mean, Jones, real boxer, but not a slugger. Not a slugger. He, he, yeah. he aggravates me watching his fights. Because yeah, he, he, he was so unorthodox, <laughs> yeah. you know? Running away from the guy and all that stuff. Yeah. And, you know. I mean, yeah, you, you, I mean, there's Joe Lewis. I mean, there's, yeah. go, there's so many. Jack Johnson. I mean, you go way, way back. I mean, but, I mean, there, I don't really, it's like, what's the greatest movie of all time? God, the Godfather, <laughs> obviously. I mean. <laughs> and what's your point? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's like, that's what you think. I mean, yeah. but some of the people think, you know, Forrest Gump. I this mean, I don't know. This is the authority. We, know, we make good decision right here. That's it, so. That's it. I, I'd say it's, it's Rocky Marciano, yeah. too, and, and a little tidbit of Rocky Marciano. My grandfather is, is buried in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, mm-hmm. uh, right next to Rocky Marciano. Really? So I go wow. see him every year, and I leave a cigar with Rocky Marciano. I didn't know he was born, nice. buried in Fort Lauderdale. Fort Lauderdale, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, so take a ride out once. I will. I go there a lot, actually. Yeah. And you'll see uh, Massaro, my grandfather, next door. And, um, but I also have thought of this boxing mm-hmm. fan myself. And uh, seen uh, Ali many, many times uh, yeah. live while it was happening, you know, on television mm-hmm. and things. Uh, but Marciano going back and watching Marciano fights and stuff. And I go, I think Marciano gets him. 
I mean, just was like something amazing then. Yeah. And it was, no, and they were talking, you're talking light gloves back then. Sure. You know, no real, the training techniques. I mean, he was always up in Peekskill and Catskills and all yeah. that and training. And, yeah. But my dad was good friends with Ali. I mean, he lived right down the street oh, from really? LA. I mean, right there. I mean, he used wow. to come to our pizzeria all the time. No BS. I mean, I mean, I, he used to come and stay at our house. He had a control to our gate. He would come and take a nap at our house because he didn't want to be bothered. Wow. Back in wow. the day. Yeah. So, I mean, and I know that's, I don't say that much because most people just look at you and go, right, whatever. But, yeah. You know, I mean, really, he was a great guy. A lot of people don't know about Ali is that he was a great magician, and he would go every week to a children's hospital with like $1,000 in silver dollars or like a dollar, yeah. you know, whole dollar, you know, coins and give it to kids and do tricks and give it away. And he was just the nicest awesome. guy yeah, in the good world, man. man. Good just man. a really good guy, man. Yeah. yeah. I was really sad when he died. You know, but then you got to look at Tyson too. I mean, we can talk about. Oh, we'll go the oh, whole show and talk about boxing. <laughs> I mean, you're going round and round. So you, know? you, I mean, you go further in boxing than. I still sponsor it, people and do. Right. We have the Devonair oh, boxing stable. Yeah. yeah, they have a stable of boxes. We have Ivan Redcatch. I still sponsor. We had Ivan. Uh, you know, we had uh, uh, La Edwin La Bomba Rodriguez. We sponsored. That's when I first launched Devonair. Okay. I was on HBO. I've been on Showtime and ESPN. And with the guys wearing the debonair outfits, awesome. and I have a kid, uh, debonair Diego Arias, out of the Dominican Republic. I'm bringing him up now. He was just in Union Jersey uh, training. I sent him to Mexico. Um, he's seven and zero in the D- Dominican. He's got a fight on the 26th coming up, in a in a like in a gym. You know, it's yeah. old school stuff. Yeah. It's pretty good. You know, I actually like it. It's kind of just like you know in the Rocky movie when he's fighting Spider Rico. You know, yeah. like really club fighting. Yeah, yeah. But it's great. You know, I mean, boxing is. I mean, it's it's people think oh it's gone down. No, it's making more money than ever. Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, and it's still amazing. People say oh UFC's taking it away. Not really. Yeah. I mean UFC, you're not. Ma- I mean you know besides Conor McGregor, who's great. He's great for that sport. You know he's a real attitude guy, and mm. he's if you like him or hate him. I mean that's the whole thing. He's it's the wrestling almost aspect yeah, of it. It's right. like you know the heel and this guy yeah. and that. So people watch it. You know what I mean. But in boxing, I mean they're still talking two three hundred million dollar pools, man. Yep. These guys are pulling huge money. You know, someone's paying for it. Yeah. yeah. Did you see Creed, the new Rocky movie? Yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah the it's kids. Awesome, right? Yeah, it's really good. It was really well made. Yeah, it was really. Didn't see it? Yes, I did. Yeah, it was yeah, real well it was made. Good. Yeah, can't miss that stuff. No, you can't miss any of that. Stuff. <laughs> no. So, uh, in the Dominican Republic, what are they saying about the election? The the election here in the United States. I came. States? On, I came, I flew here on the ninth. Oh really? Right. So okay. I, yeah. So the eighth, I, 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 I'm watching it. You um, weren't on one of those flights where everybody was yelling they have to they're going to take the plane down on one of the flights or something. Cause are people, you kidding? Were me? they really? Yeah, because a big fight breaks out because people are talking politics on the plane and the no. and the pilot gets on and says, uh, "Stop talking about politics, everybody. You know, I'll take the wow. plane down if I have wow. to. Stop doing it." Yeah, I mean, people are worked up over this. There are, but the thing is, hey, it's that's. Democracy, right? It is what it is. The yeah. guy won. What are you going to do? Yeah. What do the Dominicans think? Do they like it? Do they? It's back and forth. Yeah, man. but they thought it was a circus, and we were embarrassed. They thought it was a circus, right? <laughs> yeah, we were embarrassed. It, it, and let's be honest, it was. It like, was. We fielded the two worst. <laughs> yeah. You know. It was bad. Yeah. No, it's kind of like <laughs> I don't, I'm not a political guy at all. But I was just like, come on, because I live overseas, you know. And I mean, in America, we have the freedom to say whatever we want. But when you're an American, no matter what president's in there, he's my president, and I'm not going to badmouth him to no yeah. other foreigner. I'm sorry to say it. I'm not going to be overseas talking bad about my country, yeah. even though I might not agree with what goes on. But it's just really <laughs> – but the popular vote, you know, the people spoke. That's all That's I can say. It. That's it. So uh, Donald Trump wins, and uh, it's a big talk in cigar shops. It's I mean, huge. Yeah. It's and and I'll tell you, uh, for cigar-wise, here's what I think is um, we have hope 
for cigar smokers. For now, why do I say that? Yeah. Why do I say that? Uh, Donald Trump says he wants to cut out regulations, right? Says one of the biggest things is we're overregulated. Overregulation, if you look at anything, the cigar industry is overregulated with this FDA thing that ends up happening. Never, never mind about the businesses and the no smoking laws and everything else that goes along with it. Mm-hmm. But FDA, the deeming regulations on cigars, uh, this would be an easy thing to cut because we're at the very, very beginning of what this is. So he steps in and says, okay, let's just stop this one before, before the train. Pe- people are going out of business already. Mm-hmm. So let's stop this thing before it gets really bad save jobs, right? Right, Because jobs becomes another big thing of, of what he ends up wanting to say, uh, and small businesses. So this becomes a win-win situation on that end. Vice President Pence, um, he voted against the Family Tobacco Control Act, which began this whole FDA thing. So he was one of the few really? that voted against it. I didn't it. know that. So there's another check mark uh, there. He also is somebody who voted for new cigar bars which allowed it to happen in, at when he was the governor of uh, Indiana. Mm-hmm. So he is pro-tobacco based on his history, as I look back. Then you have who should be, I would think, be the Secretary of State, Rudy Giuliani. Did you happen to catch him on Fox News yeah. during the election? Yeah. So, I mean, they're talking about this is the biggest election ever to happen. He comes on and says, I know this has nothing to do with these, this election, but let me talk to you about the people I know in Miami and the cigar manufacturers. And he goes through yeah, and he t- yeah. John Pepin Garcia, Padron, and, you know, gets into naming names. And, and uh, the people on the panel, I think it was uh, uh, Megyn Kelly or something, like looking like, where the hell are you going here? But he says, I just wanted to say it. Oh, my God. I go, this is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. This guy is bringing this up at this time. Yeah. Yep. So he has come here twice. Uh, I yeah. sat and smoked a cigar with him, what I thought was going to be a 10-minute thing. Uh, twice in the store, but once somebody called me, a politician, and says, do you want to meet with Rudy Giuliani? We're going to meet at some place uh, tonight. Uh, and I said, yeah. And they said, well, bring the cigars. And that's the deal. Mm-hmm. I said, I'm definitely doing it. He comes walking in. He's got a. Uh, he takes his band off a cigar right away, but it was a, it was a Padron eighty because it was the way it was shaped. Yeah. And he walks in, and the cigar has just been lit. So I'm like, okay, he's he's running in, running out. This is the way. Three hours. Wow. Not only did he finish the cigar I had, he says, so what do you got there? And then we went into the next cigar and the next cigar. He didn't want to leave. They're pulling him away. Awesome. Come on, Rudy. You gotta go. You gotta go. We gotta. Yeah. And it was basically three hours. It could hours. be a, That's awesome. A, for, to be totally conceited and to be totally self-centered, like in our industry, it could say it could really help us. And it's, oh, it's kind of a yeah. it's, it's a fresh it's a first breath of fresh air we've had in a a while. We've been getting tacked. I'm more than optimistic, and you know I, I just I pray know, it I'm, works I'm, out. I'm always yeah. the guy that ends up saying the sky's falling and things are happening here. Mm-hmm. But there's optimism here as a cigar smoker. I don't care what your politics is. Uh, you know, you, you know, yeah. not, nobody knows how I voted. You could probably guess how I voted, but nobody knows I didn't bring it up. And, but this is optimism right now as a cigar smoker, Absolutely. as a cigar brand owner, as Absolutely. a cigar manufacturer, as a, as a um, retailer, and as a consumer myself. I think we have, uh, have, a, we have a very good chance of a lot of this stuff yeah. going away. And I worry about these little guys. And you, you have a lot of businesses. Yes, sir. And you're going to survive even if this terrible yeah, thing happens. Thank happen. God, yeah. You know some people. That's ter- it's it's, it's, it's going to be completely gone. 
It's sad. A lot of people, oh, it's going to clean the playing field. Oh, this. It's terrible. Like, like, that's no, the way you want to win? That's not right, man. It's like, I like competition. Right. I'm a fighter. It makes I mean, everybody yeah. better. It makes everyone better. It makes you up your game. You. Up your game. Up your game. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. So uh, I, I think there's hope out there for us. And, you know, I, believe me, I, I even worried about this show. FDA mm-hmm. ends up saying that you can't actually right. uh, advertise or, you know, we're, are we going to have to have a warning label every time, time we mention a brand or something? Right. The show's going to be full of warning labels. I just wanted to say something real quick. Yeah. I'm, on, I'm on the Facebook Live right now, and uh, we just got a comment from my personal friend. His name's Jeremy Davis. He's fighting over in Kuwait right now, and he is watching the show. Hey, with him and his Thank buddies. you. Be safe. Thank, thank you, safe, guys. Thank you. Thank you. And we just had, had Veterans uh, Day. Veterans yeah. Day. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Without them, let me tell you, I'm well. not built to do this. So I, I, did, I didn't do it, but I appreciate it so Absolutely. much. Absolutely. Without them, we have nothing. The Marines just celebrated their uh, their birthday as well. Mm-hmm. Yes. Two hundred and what was it again? Two seventy one, I think. Yeah. yeah. There we go. So Indian motorcycle cigar. Mm-hmm. What do you think? The the sweetness that was at the beginning has built up yeah. since the start. Uh, I've noticed a, a, a slight bit of a white pepperiness that's on the back end, along with that same floral bouquet that's yeah. right up front. I get the floral more than I mean, for me personally. I just I, I always I just like that. It's kind of perfumey. I mean, I just uh, it's different, so different than the debonair, you know. Very different. Yeah, very different than that. Definitely. This floral. is this is this is my speed right here. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> this, is, this is what I smoke. This yeah. is what I like. So, uh, all right, we're going to go to break, and when we come back, uh, Derek's going to give us some cigar news, including some big news here on the Cigar Authority. Something new. Stay tuned. We're live with Phil Zang. He's Mister Debonair, and we're smoking Indian motorcycle. Cigars, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. Perfecting a seed for over 40 years takes skill. So does growing the perfect beer. Take it from Matt Booth, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold and the owner of the infamous Room 101 brand. The Camacho Corojo is hand-built from authentic Corojo seeds, built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. There was a time when cigars were the hallmark of elegance and success. In this time gone by, the aficionado would revel in opening a beautiful box, only to find their favorite celebratory smoke emblazoned with a heritage-laden band. It's time to put the bundle down and travel back to this golden age. For your voyage, may we humbly suggest the only cigar worthy of being packaged in a handmade marble box. Berlin Wall Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, Those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. 
Experience the premium Diamond Crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit DiamondCrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Christoph cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed Off Kristoff is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes. Four sizes, including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the Pissed Off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. This is Jerry from Ben & Jerry's Ice Cream, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And we are back, live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios. You're listening to The Cigar Authority, and I'm going to brag a little, the 2016 Ambassadors of Cigar Award winners. And uh, a broadcast now running six years and still going talking about the cigars and the nonsense surrounding them. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. Our guest for the entire show, Mr. Debonair himself, Phil Zangi. Thank you. Thank you very much. We're going to have on your whole... <laughs> usually we have people on for one segment, you know, a 30-minute segment in between, but the whole show. Two hours. You've always... But you've always yes, I always did, because you like to talk. And <laughs> yeah, you, I do. You, you, you can, I've been uh, known you to can talk. Hang. I've been known to talk. You, you can hang bit. with us. <laughs> yeah. So we're smoking the Indian Motorcycle Cigar, now distributed by Drew Estates. Yes, sir. So tell me, how does that end up happening? That you have your own factory, you make your own cigar, you're doing your own distribution, and then all of a sudden the news comes out that uh, another company, Drew Estates, that was bought out by uh, Swisher International, all of a sudden you're being distributed by them, a product that they don't own, you own it. Yes, sir. And they, they're not known for distributing other people's products. Not really, no. Just yeah. the Nicaragua, a really prestigious brand from, you know. Well, that yeah. was because Drew Estates did. But of course. This, this was Swisher deciding to right. do this with you, or was it? It was Drew Estates. I got to give all the credit um, to Jonathan Drew. He started the ball rolling. Before they even had sold. Before, yeah. Okay. Right, I mean, it was right after they sold. Um, okay. He had come down to the Pro Cigar 
in the Dominican Republic. Okay. And he comes and visits me at the factory at our tour. And, he, and you've and been friends with him for years. This is it. That's how it has to really be the truth of it. Jonathan used to sell my Indian tobaccos in the World Trade Center. Sure. And then he moves to Nicaragua subsequently, and I'm living in Donnelly, Honduras. So I'm always in Nicaragua getting tobacco. So I see him at a pizzeria with a guy named Don Kiki Burger. Oh, sure. Right. So he goes, aren't you Phil Zangi? I'm like, yeah. And, and you are? He's like, my name's Jonathan Drew and this and that. And we just hit it off instantly. So Jonathan used to come across into Honduras on the weekend sometimes and stay at my house. And we just became best friends. And we've been best friends since. So we've been back and forth trying to do stuff together all for, you know, over the years. And he just said, well, you know what? You're, go- you're-, said, you're doing really good with this debonair thing. And you just got your Indian back. I said, yeah. And he goes, what do you think of, you know, we helped you? I said, what, I don't know what that even means. He goes, no, let me just, let's see what happens. And it's just the ball rolling, and then we're off to the races, as you say, you know. And I can say it's a blessing. Oh, um, yeah. Distribution part of it. it that wasn't everything. your game. It wasn't my game. Yeah. No, it's no doubt been. about it. That's not even what you wanted to do at the beginning. No. Something fell through, and uh, yeah. you had to do it. I had to do it. You yeah. know, better yes. than anyone. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just trying, I was trying to do it, and it was going well. And it, I guess it, it got on the radar, because for the, a company of that stature, this stature, you know, with your states and how they're pretty much the game leader sure. right? in events and in, in just social media and also just getting people excited about cigar smoking and a whole different angle they do. And to be even thought of, to be, a, be part of that team is just flattering. And then it's gone really well. And to have their infrastructure and have how they, they – the, the salesmen they have. And, oh, and, yeah. and they're just great people. And, and they, they believe in the ideal and they believe in the, the quirkiness of me and how I have a whole other – and it's a whole different vibe. But it works really good together. Yeah. And uh, we do a lot of, I do all the events, and I mean, and I push the Jewish states just as much as I push, you know, Debonair and Indian. I mean, it's not like I'm there just for me. I'm there for the team, and, and that's, that's, I'm a team guy, and I mean, I just love, I just love it. And I just, I've met a lot more great people, and uh, the Jewish state uh, fan base of their, have took, taken to the Debonair and the Indian really well. And they don't think it like it's a separate thing. They think it's part of it. You're and part of the family. They're part of the family. And I've, I've just been accepted with open arms. And, and they're real staunch you know, fans. I'm now my fans. And it's just I can't. I couldn't be happier. I'll tell you, when it comes to distribution, when they ended up doing the distribution for Hoyden and Nicaragua, I had thought, and I agree with you because I, I can see it, uh, history repeats itself. When they did that, I said, well, Hoyden and Nicaragua ends up going to be on the back page of their stuff. Their guys are doing it. in. if you want any of these or whatever, that's not the way it was. It mm-hmm. became part of their thing, too. And when they did an event, it was both of the things together. And now here's the third one to it. So uh, I knew that was going to happen because that's the way they had done it before. So they, they're a distribution company that takes a brand on. And it's not like just... Put an no. extra page on there. We'll make some money off this guy too. It's right. not. No, no, not at all. And um, and I haven't stopped. All I've done is all this done is help me advance, me spreading the debonair ideal in the movement. Yes. And I, you, I got, mean, you got time to do something else yeah. instead of. But the thing is, it's weird because I I've been on since April we launched. I've been on the road this trip here. We ninety four days. Wow. Yeah. And it doesn't seem like much. But, what are you kidding? But, it's, a, a but it's quarter it's, of a year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. more. Yeah. But it's it's um, and I, I mean, I feel I don't. I'm still have time for my family. I still have everything. I plan yeah. correctly. I do two weeks on. You know, try to do a month off. And um, but now it's like I'm gonna I'm gonna plan it a little more strategic next year and do more. You know, target market areas like back from my original ones like you guys that we were talking about earlier mm-hmm. and do do some more unique stuff and then seeing what the how the times are changing how we can really you know 
lack of a better term, manipulate the way to do things and make it right and keep people excited, you know. And, um, but by yourself, I mean, you were concentrating on the Northeast, in Texas, Texas and that's right? That's it. Yeah. That's it. And yeah. now it's all over the place. So the, yeah. the people that have to get to know you in the other parts of the world. Right. But i got to come home. i got to come back. And, yeah. I, and, and my strongholds are the Northeast and Texas. And um, it's just uh, – it's growing leaps and bounds. Now what's the big thing is just to how to catch up with manufacturing and keep it quality-based and keep the quality control there and keep uh, – the shell's full, like you've seen it, too. And, you know, they sold through, and then you got to get more and get more and get more. So now it's just... Yeah, they, all, all of a sudden, they're turning the knob yeah, up on you and saying, yeah. we need so much so more. So much this. more. Yeah. So much more. And it's just, you know, and I'm, I'm a weirdo because, okay, I won't release things until they're exactly well, perfect. Well, you said so, you were yeah. unhappy with something, and you yeah. said, no, I'm not doing I'm it. I'm not doing it. You know? You're better off because... Uh, no, because it's... Ruin the name. You, you know, you don't well, want I would, No, it's not... It's the name's one thing, but you... You believed in me in the beginning. I don't like proving people wrong. I like proving people right yeah. that believed in me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't want later on you go, you know, Zangie, you know, you, you did great, but, you know. Well, we always say with these small companies, I love to deal with small companies because they care about the, you know, they basically touched every single cigar. They're looking at every single thing. This is the, the growth of boutique cigar brands because they're able to watch things. And then when you take the big mass brand or something, no, they're just banging these things banging out, out. And yeah. the quality cannot be what it was. So what, what's going to happen at this point that uh, distribution gets giant and you say, well, they're asking for uh, another million cigars. I just got to bang these things out. Oh, no. You got to plan that. It's, all, yes. it's really, really time management. And it has to be a slow growth because if it comes a giant yeah. growth, you know it's just going to be – you're just going to have to roll it into another factory. And but just, there's worse things than growing fast. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> you absolutely. Know, I'm just blessed. I just pray every day and say, you know, Lord, what a, help me just put the words in my mouth, the thoughts in my head, and the action in my limbs, you know. Just show me what to do. I mean, I just got to make sure that I just keep my mind right, keep focused, keep my – first, it's, you know, it's – you know, God, family, business, you know, yeah. I mean, I just got to keep doing it that way. And, and, um, and I just got to find out it's, it really comes down to when you get to this level is that it's, uh, it's, it's time management. It's really managing your time correctly. Now, a lot of people don't know that it's not just the guys that you do, that you uh, handle all tobacco, all aspects of tobacco mm-hmm. from the tobacco leave into pipe tobacco, chewing tobacco, yeah. hookah tobacco, yeah, machine made cigars, anything, machine you know, made homogenized c- tobacco products, um, we just now... You're very unique in that, that you're yeah. every single aspect of it. It is. <laughs> you know, well, most people in the cigar business, that's yeah. what they know and that's what they do, but you know everything about every single aspect. I, tr- I don't know. I try hard. Well, I just you do study it, it. I study it. Yeah. I, 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 I love it. It's my vocation, I believe. And um, now we've... Uh, the main company, Dufert, which is the big... The, mon- the one that owns all the brands and everything, which I'm partners with. And there's Danny Sinclair, which is the founder of Duford Holdings, and, and uh, he's my best friend, and he's, like, one of my mentors, and he's helped me get to where I'm at. Um, basically, I purchased all our tobacco for all the main companies. That's, like, this last year was 10.2 million pounds of tobacco. <laughs> right, so that's so, talking that from everything, from India, from, from Dominican Republic, from Nicaragua, from, you know, Connecticut Broadleafs and all that stuff. And yeah. then we also just uh, acquisitioned all the machinery from – uh, majority from FX Smith and Son, which we we it's the oldest American manufacturer of cigars in, in McSherrysburg, Pennsylvania. They're still open. We didn't close it. We took a majority of the machines, but we left machines there. Um, we also partners with Topper Cigar Company. We also um, bought um, these are old the, brands, old folks. Brands. Old old brands. You talk about predicated. Yes. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. So we got Fink Cigars, all their machines. We didn't get their brands, but we got their machines. We got um, 
also a National Tobacco, which, which was uh, Marsh Wheeling and those yes. guys out of Indiana. It's the oldest cigar brand there is. There is. Marsh yeah. Wheeling yeah. Stogies, yeah. Yeah. man. They're that's old. It. So we got all those machines. We're bringing the majority of them to the Dominican Republic. We're going to be making American-style cigars, your Perfectos, your different um, you know, Coronas and all that stuff. And um, Indian tobacco will be more along those lines yeah. for a quality, you know, you know, economical price cigar that's really smokable. And then also we're just going to still keep pushing the, the topper brands and the Americana. Yes. You know, the, what's the, what has lost a lot of its footing, but now we'll get back because it's a quality product and we're going to up the game. And I just like working, man. I don't know. I'm kind of crazy that way. I just like what I do. And I love this and I love meeting. It's not just from your level up and all the levels in tobacco. There's from so my, many facets. My level up, that's kind of... Sorry. Yeah. yeah. No, <laughs> you know, low as you can go? <laughs> no. But from the store, I mean, sorry, from the brick you. and mortar up. Yeah, I got you. No, no. All no. facets in between. Yeah. I mean, there's no, I, I there's no bottom or top. I mean. Yeah, no. It's, uh, you know. I mean, you're low grade. I didn't mean that. No. I just <laughs> that was funny. Jump, upon a, yeah. jump upon that. So FDA, I, I saw the new forms mm-hmm. um, that they're, they're asking for. Um, it's time, December 31st, so you're a cigar manufacturer out there. You're a brand owner. The forms are out there. You go on to... Uh, Form uh, 3741A. 3741A is all about the cigar industry mm-hmm. and the stuff that you have to fill out to do it. I expected a lot worse. Me too. My God. This, is, this isn't, like, impossible to do. It's so, an ingredients list, some, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. And, and, and as simplified as you possibly can do, folks. Thank you God. Listen and do it as simplified as, as possible. But um, the paperwork, um, if, if you're an importer... Or a packager of any kind. So I don't manufacture cigars. I import or I package the stuff. You are a manufacturer. Right. So you have to understand that. You don't think you're a manufacturer. You are a manufacturer. They want the name of the product. They want the SKU number, the barcode number, basically, or some way to identify it. Um, The manufacturer, the uh, compounds uh, that are in it, including a tip, a filter, paper, if there's anything. If there isn't, then it becomes black tobacco, basically. Right. Air-cured black tobacco. Dark air-cured, yeah. Yeah. Um, any flavoring, so if it's a menthol type of thing, but if it's not, then it's just what it is. Um, when it was introduced into the market, when it was reintroduced into the market, um, you, you have to end up proving these things. What is that going to really mean? What's, what's the proof of what that is, a catalog? Does it become a website? That, is it- I think it's, it's, it's going to come down to, I think, most it, receipts, where it was yeah. sold, where it was, what time frame it you was You had in. to export it right. somehow, so yeah. you, got, you have... You've got, you got customs coming in. Yeah. You've got the first sale. You know, you got all these different things that they've made us do for all these years. So it's just, it's a lot of it's Yeah, which, of which, you, which you set me straight on. You know, we, mm-hmm. we had sold some of Phil's stuff. On, on the show, we mentioned that some of these things were available, and we had unicorns, yeah. special things. And you go, you sold them? You weren't supposed to sell these things. I thought I was actually doing the right thing because you needed the sale, but the sale right. was you selling it to me was the sale. It was for you to sell and then for you to have the, for us to do in certain aspects of sales. Yes, know? yes. Yeah. So I thought the sale had to be there, but the sale yeah. happened because you sold it right, to me. exactly. Um, labeling. Uh, you're going to have to approve labeling, but I think that ends up being a little wishy-washy things because we're allowed to change the labels now. Yeah, you're, the packaging is a you can you can change packaging, but you can't change count. So yes. if it's a twenty count. That's it, weird, it's right? Gonna stay, yeah. gonna stay. It's that a five way. packs of five pack. A twenty counts a twenty count. So you can't take your robustos and now make a five pack with them because that's a total change of packaging. 
Right? That's a change of count, not a yeah. packaging. And it's, you can change the band around. You can put different colors and stuff like that. The artwork can change somewhat. You know? But you can't. The whole thing is their count. So you have a 20-count box. You can change the packaging, but you can't make less cigars inside. Why would that be? I have is no there idea. any logic <laughs> behind that? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Because then it can be more confusing. I don't Because I like to know, you know, when, when something's happening, I usually go to the government and I say, what were you trying to accomplish here? And then when they usually say, oh, that we want it so that you don't do such and such, I say, well, you can't because this, this, this. And they go, oh, we didn't realize. And they put something in there because they think this is going to stop something that doesn't happen anyway. Mm-hmm. So this is something that I, that I think could possibly go away because it doesn't make any rational sense at all. I don't know what it, it what is the reasoning behind that. What are they trying to accomplish? Because we're allowed to sell a cigar as a single. We open the box and sell it, and they said that that's, that's allowed. Right. But I couldn't sell two. I think two. it's for them more paperwork. They don't want to do more paperwork. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Because then people with predicated brands can go, okay, that brand's predicated, so then I can put this and this and this and this and this. So that means it's, a new, it's a basically a new version of that brand. Yeah. Because they can think of that. Okay, you know, I've always done this. Well, I can't bring out a new brand, but I can take the same old brand and make it now on a five count or a ten count. Yeah. They're like, well, no, you know, because it's not that. It's not. Now you're making a new brand under that old brand. I don't know. It's confusing at best. Now, you're, you're exporting so much. Mm-hmm. Trailer loads full of stuff yeah. every single day, every week. And is it so that they would look inside here and this is 50 boxes of this, therefore it's a 20-count box, it has to be this many cigars, and we get our money? Because I like to follow the money and say... Oh, tax is tax per unit. They know how many units it is. That's, I, don't, I, don't, but, I don't know. It doesn't you, make really sense But to if me. you put 50 in a box and it was a 20, you could beat them maybe. Is no, because they're going to tax by weight, and they're going to tax by what the count of the cigars are, and they're going to tax by all yeah. that different stuff. It's all that way, you know? Yeah. I mean, they're going to get their tax any which way. It all comes down to the weight of tobacco, and there's many different versions. There's so many, different, and the machine made is different than the, the premium and this right. and that, but it all comes down to taxes. Right. And that's chip, and, and you know how much it is. And yeah. what do you, you got a team of people that handle mm-hmm. this? Because no one person could Mm-mm. ever do this. This is the biggest part. You think making a cigar is tough. I think we came down to it with all the brands, all the other stuff, too. It was like... 60,000 different versions of things from pay. And we're like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And all the House of Windsor stuff and all the old yep. stuff. And I'm like, what? You, oh, my you, God. You may be the leader in the country. In, in no, the, imagine in the we're, and we're little. We're little guys. Imagine the Altadises and oh, the yeah. Generals yeah, and true. the Swishers and all the other Mont BAT yeah. and Philip Morris. And all, but they make all kinds of other stuff. Not just It's insane what wow. they're going through. I mean, it's insane. All right, with that, let's find out what else is up in the cigar world with Derek. It's time for What's What's Up up? in the Cigar World, brought to you by Recluse Cigars. You want to know what's up? Recluse Cigars is what's up. Voted the 2015 Cigar of the Year is the Recluse Amadeus Reserva Habano. Every Recluse cigar goes through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years. They are box-pressed and rolled end to bar for a perfect draw every time. If you haven't done it yet, be sure to try a Recluse cigar today. All right, so cigar industry news. There was some legislation recently, this election cycle, that I wanted to talk about. Uh, First, I want to start with the good news. Uh, Missouri, Colorado, and North Dakota all rejected tobacco tax measures. There we go. That is a huge plus. Congratulations to those states. A lot of fighting. A lot of fighting with that. Uh, Now to kind of bad news. Uh, Rockport, Massachusetts, they just increased their tobacco purchasing age from 18 to 21. The state of Massachusetts goes by city. 
Mm-hmm. And they can't win statewide, so they've been banging city by city by city by city, which is the same thing right. that happened uh, when they did the no smoking laws, city by city, till they get so many cities, and then it just rolls. It comes, yeah. yeah, and I, so per- it's coming. I, I personally know Rockport. I used to work within that town, uh, and that is a very conservative town. They don't. They have been fighting for liquor licenses for the longest time. They have beer and wine, but the people of that town, they don't want anything to really shake it up. So they've kept pushing that away and pushing it away. But look what they're they're also pushing away sales and business for the people in that city. So it's not against the law for somebody to smoke a cigar that's under 21. You just can't buy it there. So they're saying, please leave, go over the border into the other city and help, and help that guy out yep. and then bring it back over here. What, and, what is that? And I think Gloucester, which is the town next door, also increased their age to 21 uh, as well. Right, they got to go two cities over. Yeah, so it, it, it's, it's, a, it's a hike so from I, there. Yeah, so I want the, the store at the third city or something, open a, 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 you know, a quick right. shop. Yeah. <laughs> or so essentially businesses, yeah. business there, tobacco business, is really going to cut sharply yeah. because of that because oh. it is such a distance to get those tobacco products if you're under 21 uh and lastly this is the big one this is the bad one uh california has overwhelmingly voted yes on proposition 56 which will pose a massive tax increase on cigarettes cigars and other tobacco products the cigarette tax is currently at 87 cents per pack and will jump to two dollars and 87 cents per pack and is expected to take effect on July 1st of next year. Cigars and other tobacco products will also take a major hit because of this, more than doubling to over 67% of the wholesale price in tax. So I, I believe it was 28, it goes from 28 to 67% tax wow. as of July 1st. Jeez. So It'll essentially you're taking a, t- a, a right around a $10 cigar, which over there right now is right around 14 with the tax. Yeah. After this takes effect, that is going to go up to an $18 cigar. Crazy. It's absurd. And overwhelmingly passed. You know why overwhelmingly passed? Because most people don't smoke cigars. Right. So we need money. Take it from them. Right. It's so unfair. And I was reading that they're expecting to bring in $1 billion of tax revenue for this first year that it's in place, which is... I promise you, <laughs> they won't even get no a fraction of that. Close. They will not even get close. All they're doing is making people buy online, taking the business exactly. out of the state, the yep. gray market that goes there already. Big. The gray market that Remember, happens California's one of the biggest states for cigar sales. You've got some of the biggest distributors. Yeah. You've got you know, Phillips and King. You've got you know, Cretech. All those guys are out there. There's a bunch so, of them. And they're going to want their money. Even though they sell out of the state, they want their money up front, and then they have to wait for them to sell it out of state, mm-hmm. and then they ask for their money back. Right, the re- yeah. Well, now it becomes a big, big number. So they may, at that point, choose to actually leave the state. Right. Yeah. What a big, big mistake this is. But. Yeah. And they tried doing it back in 2013 through the House, and it, it failed. I believe it failed twice in the House, and after it failed, they finally yeah, keep doing brought it, it keep on the ballot, get the public involved, uh, talk it up, saying that it's going to be great and yep. all that. I'm but so sorry for the retailers yeah, in California. And they're, they're a big viewer of the Cigar Authority out in yes. California, too. It is yeah. our biggest state that listens to, and I'm so sorry for all of you out there. Um, I don't know what to say. And I know they fought. I know they fought, uh, but, you know, most people don't smoke cigars. That's, that's yeah. how I think it goes down. They don't care. Yeah. And, if, if you know... Just because you don't use that product, they're going to come get right. you later, right? They came to get the Jews. They came to get the blacks. They, and then they came to get you. And what ends up happening, there's nobody there to help you. Right, exactly. nobody. So now, uh, floor tax. 
This is another part of that law that I, I don't think is exactly quite clear yet. Uh, they, there was talk that there was not going to be a floor tax, mm -hmm. and then there was talk that there might be, and they're not certain what they're going to do yet. I heard no. You heard no? Yeah. Okay. So but I'm not positive. Yeah, because you know, it can change. Yeah. So floor tax, so you understand what happens there, is the stuff that they already have bought that's sitting on their floor. We want the money for that now also. Well, the problem that happens here, and this is what happened to me in Massachusetts, is Massachusetts implemented a 12% tax from 0 to 12 that was going to happen on July 1st, coincidentally, also at, at the same time. I had to get out there the day before because it was a floor tax, meaning I had to pay 12% on a million dollars worth of inventory that I acquired in 10 years. It took me 10 years to get this kind of inventory, and they wanted $112,000 the next day. I couldn't pay it. I had to leave. Mm -hmm. So this is exactly what will end up happening. These people will go out of business before July 1st. They have to because they can't pay on the existing product they have. They have to pack it up and move it out. If they, if they end up doing that, it's going to be total devastation. That sounds so unconstitutional. It's, it is. Yeah, because there's already taxes involved with exactly. that anyway. It's so it's insulting. a tax How on a tax. And it, wow. it's just nonstop. It's another hit to the industry that, eh, you know, it just really wasn't needed. Yeah, it's wasn't crazy. Needed. It's crazy. Yep. Uh, lastly, uh, a little bit of talk about this on social media, but uh, Arturo Fuente is updating the bands on their Don Carlos line. I of saw cigars. that. I saw so that. They're, they're going from that classic red and white and gold that everyone knows. Sure. And they're updating it to uh, the what was on the, the Eye of the Shark and a couple new uh, Don Carlos exclusive. Uh, a limited edition band uh, brands, and uh, there is some talk about that. Yeah. Uh, some think that the values of the old bands might be going up. Oh, <laughs> wouldn't that be something? Yeah. Okay. And that's that's what's up in the cigar world. All right. What's up in the cigar world was brought to you by Recluse Cigars. The Recluse Amadeus Habano Reserva uses grade A Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, a San Andreas binder, a Dominican Lajero Seco, and Pennsylvanian Broadleaf filler tobaccos which create a blend we call the Cigar of the Year. Recluse Cigars is What's Up? Okay, we are going to go take a break right now. And when we come back, uh, gentleman Chuck Morrison will get be debonair right in front of Phil Zangi. Yeah, baby. You better, you better be, have your A game oh, on. We're bringing it today. And uh, Derek has some interesting news. He has uh, some big news as far as I'm concerned. He'll tell you all about that when we get back. And we're going to light up a debonair cigar and uh, have a little snack in between. So uh, we're live with Phil Zangi. From Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. finally found a cigar magazine that I like. No, no, love. It's called Cigar Journal. What's so great about Cigar Journal is that it's all about cigars and none of the nonsense that you see in other magazines. It has stories, reviews, and the latest news about premium cigars. You're going to be impressed. Cigar Journal has beautiful images, great editorials, and it's strictly for the cigar enthusiast or, get this, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. 
Cigar Journal, available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at www.cigarjournal.co. That's cigarjournal.co. Why was the Sereno Cigar Company named Best Debut Company by many media outlets this year at the IPCPR trade show? Because they prioritize quality over quantity, from farms to factory to their post-rolling aging process. A cigar is only as good as the time and passion put into it, a process that 20-year-old industry veteran Anthony Sereno knows too well. All Sereno cigars are rolled using the finest hand-selected tobaccos from Esteli and Jalapa Valleys in Nicaragua. All of these fine tobaccos are blended by world-renowned cigar master blender Omar Gonzalez Amen out of the esteemed boutique La Corona Factory. Sereno Royale comes in four different blends, Connecticut, Medio, Maduro, and Maduro XX. Each blend contains five-and-a-half-year-age fillers that were artfully crafted in 2014, allowing over two years of post-roll aging. These majestic cigars truly are aged to perfection. Get your Sereno Royales today at Two Guys Smoke Shop or go online at twoguyscigars.com. Savor this moment, the sparks of conversation, the anticipation of that first draw. Savor the story shared over a cigar like this, a cigar that makes this moment classic. Diavo Classic. Savor a composition of handcrafted Dominican leaf, graced with notes of 25-year-old tobacco. Richly complex, yet remarkably smooth. Savor a harmony of creamy, balanced flavors. A duet of two cigar virtuosos, jazz and cigar legend Avo Uvesian and master blender Hendrik Kellner. A cigar meant to be shared with friends old and new. The Avo Classic. Savor every note. Visit your local tobacconist or see the complete AVO line at avo.com. Founded in 1989 by Mariana and Nestor Miranda, Miami Cigar and Company proudly celebrates their 25th anniversary with the release of their flagship brand, the Nestor Miranda Collection. Made in Esteli, Nicaragua by Don Pepin Garcia, the collection is available in three distinct wrappers, aimed to please even the toughest critic. Nestor Miranda Collection. You only get one life. How will you live yours? Stepping into the aging room has a new meaning at Aging Room Cigars as Rafael Nodel has traveled to Spain, where the idea for Aging Room Solera was born. The Solera method of aging has been used for centuries in the making of wine, sherry, brandy, and rum. The method mixes different vintages, allowing them to age together. For Aging Room Solera, Raphael takes several tobacco vintages and puts them in bales where they age together for another 12 to 18 months. This allows the tobaccos to marry for a longer period of time. At the end of the aging process, Aging Room Solera becomes a balanced and complex cigar with a fantastic price point. Aging Room Solera. It will have you calling for an encore. 
This. The crowd is standing on his feet here at Augusta. Is the Cigar Authority. Where are your badges? The Authority. We ain't got no badges. On everything cigar. I don't have to show you any stinking badges. With your host. Ho, ho, slow down there, speed racer. David Garofalo. Put that coffee down. Coffee's to close his own. Mr. Jonathan. You want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. Barry Stump. That guy in a little coat. That guy in a little coat. Don't. <laughs> and Chuck. Morrison. I went to magic camp. I'm an accomplished ventriloquist. Oh, I am a seventh degree imperial yo-yo master. It's time to light them up. We use words like honor, code, loyalty. It's time. I would rather you just said thank you. For the Cigar Authority. Yeah! And we are back with our number two, broadcasting live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Studio today at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. No Mr. Jonathan, no Barry episode, but it's time to get debonair, and we're going to do it with the man himself, the whole two hours with Phil Zangie. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. Thank and you if again. you're just tuning in, you are listening to the Cigar Authority, the only show, cigar show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location and the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist, we demand you light up along with us. Tune in to thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on YouTube, iTunes, Podbean, where you can set it and forget it. Now on Facebook Live. Okay, it's time for the, the halftime snack, what I've been waiting for. <laughs> it's like sitting here talking to me. You don't need this. Kind I, of love crap, the, I love how the I love how the segment really. evolves. Phil saying you don't need it. <laughs> I will with you. I'll try one. There you go. This is uh, this is not just any there snack. Go. There you go. This is the Hostess <laughs> Ding Dong, and uh, chocolate coated. It has been around since 1967, and the interesting thing about the Ding Dong. Well, first off, it came uh, brought to you today by Roma Craft Cigars, featuring the Intemperance, and um, what. Um, Happen is I, I got some packages in the mail, two giant cases of ding-dongs, and it was from Skip Martin from Romacraft sent it to me. So my question is, I don't know if he loves me or uh, he wants me dead, because there's a, there was enough to actually kill you on this. But the ding-dong in the U.S., it's known as the ding-dong. But if you go to Canada, Rudy, I know you're listening over here, he and you're is. saying, what is a ding-dong? In Canada, it's called the king-dong. Oh, so don't be it's, it's actually the same product, but it, it's yeah. called something different in another country. Do you have these in the Dominican Republic? You, no, no, no. You can get there. Some places have the Twinkies and stuff, but they just lately. Di- yeah, but di- they don't have diabetes di- in a pouch. No, it is not at all. It's <laughs> what it is. And remember, this is this is around. Uh, in you ni- can justify anything, can't you, yeah, Mr. Can. <laughs> Um, well, let's go back to 1987 when the, when the okay. ding-dong conflict happened. There was actually a conflict with the ding-dong. Oh, On the East Coast, um, it had to change its name to Big Wheels because there was a conflict going around of the confusion with the ring-ding and the ding-dong. Mm-hmm. And we all know Drake's has the ring-ding, and they had a big problem with it, and there was a lawsuit and all kinds of stuff, but ended up, everything ended up, thank God, working out. So did we, you follow that closely? I did. I did. <laughs> so the ding-dong uh, continues. Lovely. Um, it, it, it finally ended the uh, ring-ding-ding-dong conflict. Uh, so it was, it was a, a major problem, but, but it, it's over with now. Thank God. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> so it used to be these used to come in foil... Yeah, Foil I remember squares. that. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not liking that they come in these plastic baggies anymore. But let's look inside of what. Of, get of a close the up of Dave's face when he's <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it <laughs> exciting? It, 
Super it, close up, please. And guys, here, cameraman, they can pass them out. Okay. Let the, let the uh, studio audience have some. Um, it's like a hockey puck, right? Mm -hmm. It's uh, flat on the top, flat on the bottom. It's three inches in diameter. Looks like a hockey puck, but it's actually 192 wow. ring gauge. Okay. It's three inches wow. across. Right. So 64 ring gauges, mm -hmm. three inches across, thin chocolate glaze over cake with a white cream filling. Um, it's today's treat, and it's brought to you by Skip Mott from Intemperance Cigar. Uh, Skip, I hope uh, yeah. you're not trying to yeah. kill me. <laughs> I think uh, you love me, and that's why you sent it to me, I hope. But we put an offer out there because he sent so many, and so that, that I don't eat 20, 30 boxes <laughs> of these things. Uh, if you buy a box of Intemperance cigars, mm -hmm. we will send a free box. Buy a box, get a box free. Buy a box of Intemperance cigars, we'll send you a box of Ding Dongs right. with it. So just go on to uh, twoguyscigars.com and uh, have a Ding Dong. Enjoy. Thank you, Skip. <laughs> this is a great little snack. Why so you want to have in between, in between a cigar, you should have a little something to eat. A yeah. palate cleanser. Phil, Phil is just leaving his. He's not. You don't have to do it. <laughs> we'll talk about you after you leave. Not <laughs> right in front of you. If it was Jonathan, we'd talk right in front of you. Yeah. But hey, something uh, you, about that seat where you just—I don't know. And no one eats the snacks in that seat. I know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because you're like right in the camera. I mean, <laughs> like full front center. It's good to all you. You know what? Yeah. Phil was thinking about it. He was thinking about eating yeah. it. At least he thought about Did it. You eat Jonathan, it again? flat out, no. I have nine's gone. You kidding? Gone. Gone. Oh, yeah. You have three children. You keep them away from crap like this? Try to. Yeah? Yeah. Try to. My like on the weekends and stuff. The weekends and stuff, we kind of cheat day, but. Yeah. yeah? Yeah. I don't know. There's something about this kind of food. Delicious. There we go. He's eating. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> hey. See that, Mr. Jonathan? Mm, it's good like a man. It is good. <laughs> it's good. It's good. That's really good. You can't so, deny it. They're delicious. Oh, amazing. I like Twinkies. I've always liked yeah. Twinkies. The Ding Dong conflict. Oh, you Wasn't a big thing for you in, in, in the day? No. no. Okay. It was for those guys, I bet. It was a lot of money involved. Sure. So, um, debonair. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to have this before debonair. I wanted to have something in my stomach, right? <laughs> I don't know. Because it is a fuller-bodied cigar, and, and I tend to want to have some sugar. Mm -hmm. Why is that? That you, you, you know, you, you know what was uh, Old Man Reyes that told me? Mm -hmm. I was having a cigar with him, and it was turning my stomach. It was a heavy, heavy cigar he wanted me to try, and I'm starting to do it. He said, put a little sugar under your tongue. I put a little sugar on the thing. It went away. Boom. It was gone. The acid or the pH. Or yeah. It's like you said, when you have hiccups, somebody like, used to always give us a spoonful of vinegar. That sounds gross. Instantly go away the hiccups. Really? Versus your pH. I don't know. Maybe that's what it is. I hmm. never heard that one. You hear a lot of hiccup type mm -hmm. things to, for hiccups to go away, but. Uh, a spoonful of vinegar, it would instantly go away. I don't know, because you were like such in shock because of the, the vinegar or. Wow. Wow. Okay. So uh, let's uh, give our cigar a cut and light. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo. Cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lower them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellent. Excellent. So this is, is this a Dominican Puro? No. No? It's a hybrid, so it's half Nicaraguan, half Dominican. Okay. It's a Lijero Dominican, yes, Liso Nicaragua, Seco Dominican, Dominican binder, and a Havano from Jalapa. I know, from I, know, I know just to what, what to expect. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, we're going to use the Vertigo Glock. Yep. You own a Glock. You own two different kinds of Glocks, don't you? Mm -mm, Not anymore. No, you don't have a Glock? Mm -mm. Oh, it's the Brownings. Oh. Oh. All right. I got a Beretta, a couple Smiths. Yeah. Yeah. I got a Glock. I I use them a lot, but I just got, I don't know. They're disposable razor. A Glock? Yeah. yeah, It's awful thick. A Glock. You know, that's the problem I have that even though I have a fat hand, it's a small hand. And wrapped around a Glock, it's it's. it's Try a the Brownings. High yeah, power. I they're, like them. Yeah, they're thin. They're 13 round. It's good capacity. It's a good weapon. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So uh, the Glock is a uh, is a fourteen ninety nine. Is that fourteen ninety nine? Triple jet. Yep. It's very thin. I like them because I can fit them in my pocket very very easily. Yeah, and the coin pocket of the jeans, it fits perfect. Yep. Yeah. You know, I never knew I had a coin pocket of a jean for the longest time. You know why? You don't get left handed. Are you? You're a south. Yeah. yeah. Southpaw. And then yeah. somebody said it and then said, look, it's on your jeans. I said, oh, my God, I never knew it was even there because everything goes into my right pocket. Right. Phil, this, is, this is like two weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seriously. So now I know exactly what you're saying because I didn't know. You just discovered wow. it. Wow. Yeah. Nobody uses coins anymore anyway, right? Mm-hmm. Not going to use – already heavy. Already. <laughs> what? It, it's, a, it's a heavy on my chest immediately after – I think I you got – That one you, pops in. Because the original one you smoked – yeah, they hit, the, hit it again, please. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you can see it. Yeah, I don't know. It's I'd good be, for you, Whatever man. I want to say. How many years have you been smoking cigars? 35 years. Right, yeah. But the heavy stuff, I don't know if it's heavy Lajero or what it is. No, it's in, really blended. 33, 33, 33, whatever. You yeah. Know? I mean, it's a Seco Viso Lajero, so it's all parts of the plant. I mean, the thing is the alchemy thing, the thing, you know, the, the steaming and all that, it, the, the essential oil that stays on. It maybe just gives it's just deeper, what? but you like the Maduro of these. It doesn't bother you. It's the same right. exact blend. Really? Yeah. The Nothing Maduro different. has a sweetness to it or something. It ends up calming it down. But this one, oh my God, it's a, it's a, a kick Vano. in the chest. That tastes so good, though. Uh, it, it has some good flavors to it. Uh, going back to the uh, a fatty meat, yeah, a fatty steak, uh, you know, chod fatty steak mm. yeah. is you know the beefy, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, prime rib, yeah, what. Yeah. Yeah, this ain't no eight ounce steak either. This Mm-mm. is like a you know, this is like eighteen ounce porterhouse. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This is not the ring day. King cut. No. This is the T bone. This is a uh, right away. I'm getting uh, a real strong sense of like a leatheriness along with that kind of steak like quality to it. It just sits there. It's present. It makes itself known. And there's a nice kick of pepper right through the nose, which just really opens up your senses to all the other flavors that I'm getting. Boy, you're a man if you smoke this. And the interesting thing behind the band... Your I'm not beard's growing. The, I can see your it beard It is. <laughs> I can see it growing all oh over me. Oh, my God. Uh, like a wolf you, man. You put the date of packaging... <laughs> on, so, on the inside of the band, yeah. Inside, the, inside of the band. So you can go back six, uh, three months on Havano and like six months on the Maduro, hmm. that, sitting in the aging room. So if you look at the date that it's packed, you can go back three months. Okay. Yeah. When they made it. When they made it, yeah. Okay. Or some longer, but that's I, the I still average. have my original box. Oh, I know you do. Saving. Yeah. You know, when I thought about it today, I said, should we go there? But it's a Solomon. I said, it's no, going to take all day. But it's going to be me and you. I yeah. mean, we're going to, one day you're going to come up here and we're going to say. I'm uh, looking forward to Here's the original ones that I put aside all this time. I stashed 10% of all that stuff. I still have a bunch of stuff stashed. Nice. Okay. All right, so we have an announcement to make, and uh, the Cigar Authority has been on the air now for uh, over six years running, awesome. and we, 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 
we don't want to quit because we want to keep going until we get this right. That may last, take forever. So uh, what do we do? And uh, those that don't know Derek, he's been out here for a couple of months, and he's been doing the board, and he's been filling in, and he's been basically going through a little test. It's almost like an audition that's going on here. So, Derek, tell us what the big news is today. All right. So the big news is there's going to be a new radio show. A new show. A new show that is going to be hosted on Wednesday nights from 4 to 5 live. This is live. This is live. It's going to be myself hosting, running the soundboard, doing talking, and then we're going to have our friend Pastor Padrone, also known as Dan Ledwith. who He's will a real be, pastor. Yes, he is. Bringing bring some... Joy and harmony into our lives. Yep. So he'll he'll be there alongside me, and then also alongside of him, we're going to have our buddy Oliver Naveau, yes. who is a, a very avid cigar guy. He's been in and out of the industry for, for years now, and he is super into it. He's a cigar geek like the rest of us. Right. So basically, this is going to be a show that is one big cigar review along with some other nonsensical bull sure. along the way. So it's going to be a kickback, relax, non-scripted, just, you know, talk, have fun, yeah. talk about cigars. Uh, next week, we're actually, yeah, we already picked out the cigar we're going to be smoking. Okay. And that is going to be the LFD Andalusian Bull to, okay. s- to kick off the show. So we're going to be lighting up. We're going to talk about that cigar for the whole hour. And uh, we're going to just talk about what's going on during the week and everything like that. Okay. So this Now, is- uh, what is the name of the show? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, I didn't mention that. No, no I didn't. I was waiting on it. It's that. called the Ash Holes. The Ash Holes. The Ash Holes. A S H. A S H. The Ash Holes. Yeah, yeah, we are the Ash Holes. So yes. Anything goes. <laughs> Hear them roar. Anything goes. So we are going to be doing that every single Wednesday from 4 to 5, and it's just going to be a great show. And I hope that a lot of guys that are listening to this show are going to tune into that sure. show as well. Uh, I, th- I think it's going to do well. well I yeah. think we're going to have a lot of fun, and yeah. I think we're going to get a lot of viewer contributions in. And this and is also a podcast that if, if they're working on Wednesday at 4 to 5, they yeah. can't tune in. It's okay. It's out there, and uh, they can go to... It, it, it'll be on YouTube. It'll okay. be on Facebook, Podbean. We're going to yeah. have it out there just like... Uh, the Cigar Authority is out there. Okay. So we're and, have... and it's the ashholes.net, I believe. It is the ashholes.net. Because the do you moment, believe yes. somebody has the ashholes.com? <laughs> they have it. And they don't do anything with it? It's just kind of sitting out there, floating in space, just and collecting they, dust. And they are not responding to us. They want lots of money for the ashholes.com because obviously... Really? Yeah. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like everyone, it, it, well, it seems like someone had that in their head, and they're like, oh, you know, just in case these guys decide they want to start a radio show. Because they are assholes. Yeah. So yeah, it yeah, would exactly. make sense. So, so let's go ahead and take this right now. So starting this Wednesday. Yes, yeah, sure. So uh, I'll be tuning in myself. Good luck with it. Good luck. Um, Thank you. I think you got it. You know how the board goes and all that stuff, and you're going to have your own little studio over to the side, and uh, it'll be a different look. It'll be a different show, and... Uh, Good. Good good luck with it. It's exciting for sure. There we go. Blessing success, buddy. Thank you. Absolutely. Yeah, and you'll yeah. meet these other guys. One is a is a real pastor, uh, loves cigars, and uh, known as Pastor Padrone, but his name is Pastor Dan, but he always called himself that. And um, Oliver uh, actually worked in Las Vegas for the Fry Boys. If you know those guys, um, they did uh, Casa Fuente. Mm-hmm. He was instrumental in part of that, and they had a part of the store, and they... 
all the, I think, seven different stores that they had there, along with when you go in, into the casinos and you get a cigar from the hostess, they provided the different cigars there. So he did, I think, 10, 12 years down there, and he moved back up where he originally grew up to Massachusetts, so he's been uh, uh, coming in and out uh, mm-hmm. here, and um, so he's part of that group. So congratulations to them on there. Right now, I'd like to go to the offer of the day. Okay, it's time for the Don Raphael offer of the day brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars. Everyone has a price. Would you do this? And if so, for how much? <laughs> okay, this is a little complicated now. The offer is $200,000. That's a lot of money. $200,000. And here is what you have to do. Eat a five-pound block of Valveda cheese along with a handful of laxatives. Then defecate into a clear bucket and then eat it while being filmed live on Facebook Live. $200,000. Want me to say that again? Or we better not. You understand that you, you haven't pictured as gross as that is, but $200,000. That's real money. Fill you in? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. Nothing no to think I'm about. I'm not eating that. No? I don't. Your own. It's your own. But still, that's not good. No. Yeah? Not good. $200,000. Half a million, yeah. Okay, so you have a price, but it's a half a million. And up, yeah. That's unhealthy on several levels. Yes, it is unhealthy. It is. Uh, but it's $200,000. You've got to work an awful lot for $200,000. Yeah, I know. That is a, that's quite a while. We're talking um, cash here. I know. There's I no know. taxes. There's no taxes involved. <laughs> no. It's 200000 no time limit. No time. You're, you're being filmed. No time limit. Two hundred thousand. You doing it or not? I don't think I can do it. Maybe, maybe, maybe for a million. Maybe, maybe. Chuck, two hundred thousand. I got. I got notes. girls, man. Yeah, yeah I'm in. <laughs> Chuck's in. Do it. <laughs> Chuck. Set it up. Let's Chuck. go. Let's yep. go. <laughs> Get the bucket. I would not do it. So the answer is no. The Don Raphael offer does not happen. We have uh, one person that would do it. Two hundred thousand, huh? I'm in. Two hundred thousand. That's yep. a Don Raphael offer today, brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars, and that's that. So uh, taking a quick uh, peek here on the uh, what? <laughs> Rudy said this is the worst offer of the day I mean, ever. Yes, it is ever. pretty bad. It's not really nice at all. It's not yeah. nice at all. It is not nice at all. So uh, next okay. week on on the Cigar Carry Authority. On. Um, November 19th. Uh, Barry is back for his honeymoon. It's officially over. Uh, but Chuck is away. We, we can't get the gang back together. But, but if you're looking to uh, smoke along with us next week, it's the Pissed Off Kristoff. Yeah. You want to talk about a full-body cigar? The Pissed Off Kristoff in the Aging Room Solara. These are two cigars offered in the care package this month. And uh, if you're interested... Uh, in the care package, that's going to become available on December 3rd uh, to be part of that. But right now, the people that are in there, those are the cigars we're going to get to. And just go to your favorite brick-and-mortar retailer if you want to smoke along with us. It's the Pissed Off Kristoff and the Aging Room Solaris next week. And uh, the following week, uh, November 26th, it is uh, you could have been a contender. Cigars that didn't make it to the contenders pack but should have, uh, we'll get and go through a bunch of those, building up to December 3rd when the care packages go on sale, and um, we'll put those on sale December 3rd. So we'll begin our our, uh, process in December at that point. So uh, what's up for Wednesday on the assholes is that you are going to smoke the same cigar. Yes. 
and um, maybe review other cigars yep. wh- wh- while you're doing it. So we are going to be smoking the same cigar, but in between talking about that cigar, we're going to chat about a couple other cigars that we've had during the week that stood out for us. Okay. So we're going to do uh, small, smaller reviews within that review. It's like reviewception. Uh, Inception, the movie, if no one caught that reference. But uh, it's, it's, we're going to be talking about a, a several different things going on at the same time. And then uh, we are going to make one recommendation for each person at the end of the show for us to smoke uh, during the week until the next show. And uh, we're actually going to reach out uh, to the viewers and have them do the same thing. And maybe we can get a group conversation going about what ah. everybody thought about right. the cigars. So you're going to cooperate the audience along with yeah, it? this and is like smell vision You're right. involved, too. All right. So, okay. It's going to be fun. I'm just okay. letting these guys go off on their own and see what ends up happening, right? Are you okay with that? I'm a, I have a tough time with it, as you know, <laughs> that uh, letting go. But um, it's their show. We'll see what it ends up doing. And uh, <laughs> I will be constructively criticism, yeah. criticizing after. If, during. No, I will not even be here. I'm going to remove myself from the... from. Uh, not even be here because I can't control myself. I I'll jump <laughs> in. I can't, I can't control myself. So, uh, okay, let's uh, have our thoughts here on the debonair. I wish I had a black cup of coffee to go with this mm. right now. Oh, that would hit the spot because this just has that same kind of roastiness that I, I'd want in a nice cup of coffee to go alongside this. Is that how you uh, test your cigars? Always. You always do it with, with coffee. Mm-hmm. Me too. It's the go-to thing. Yeah. For some reason, I don't know if it did, because of the hot coffee too, right? Mm-hmm. But not iced coffee. It's got to be hot coffee, and I don't know, opens up my senses, and I'm able to. I think it's so strong, it's so distinct, black coffee that anything else after when you smoke it, it it it, rele- it releases itself or it, it reveals itself on your palate. Hmm. You know what I mean? Because the black coffee, you know, is that's that bitter kind of taste, and you know, then everything else shows itself much yeah. more. Yeah. Yeah. It's always a go-to, and I see most people, most of the cigar people, that's what they go to, and you came in today, you got a cigar, I need black coffee. Oh, there it is, you know. Think about when you, what do you eat when you eat dessert? Coffee. Right, because yeah. the sweetness, you know, against the, okay. the yeah. Yeah. So, so it brings a, out all the, the flavors of the, the chocolate and the, the cream and everything, you know. Mm. So Chuck, I do at least. I mean. Chuck, you used to be the mild cigar lover. Yeah, yeah. You know, you started out. Uh, what do you think? Six years ago. Um, this is not as strong as I once remember it. I'm kind of with Derek on this. It's got a nice meaty quality, but it's not overwhelming. I, I could smoke this. Um, without needing a sugar packet or a yeah. bucket, for example. Uh, it's actually... We used to put a bucket next to him oh, yeah. because he used to get really... Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. It was, it was yeah. Too... He came a long way. I said it to you a few weeks ago. We were smoking something strong, and you said, yeah, I'm okay with it. Yeah. I go, wow, you have come around. I'm okay with it. I actually enjoy this. This is something I would go back to uh, repeatedly as, you know, again, Hopefully being more they're downstairs in the cabinet. Yeah, man. Chuck, yeah. right downstairs. So right why can I not get into the really full-bodied stuff. Do you consider it really full-bodied? No, I don't. I really don't. Full-flavored. One to ten. Like a six, seven, maybe. Really? This is up there with a a nine, you know. I get it as seven. La Fleur Dominicana type of strength? No, I don't think so. Really? Not me. I I mean, I smoke them all the time. I mean. You smoke them at breakfast. I mean. Pretty much, yeah. It's crazy. No, I. But you remember, I I smoked those dark rojos like at breakfast, too, so. Yeah, and all, and yeah. always you you like full of body stuff. Just the flavor, I like that real deep, rich tobacco yeah. flavor. You know you're smoking a cigar. I mean, yeah. there's no there's no joke. I mean, I mean, I cut my teeth on my dad. I smoked the Dunhills and all that back in the day, you know. Yes. And those are just light, light. You know, to smoke the same ones now that I first started with, 
I mean, I enjoy, don't get me wrong, I enjoy all cigars. I mean, there's a bunch, even some Connecticut's now, believe it or not, I'll smoke. Hmm. But it's like, it's in between, or if like I'm at the house, I'm watching a movie or something, and it, but I go through, I mean, I find myself being like, hit the band so quickly with a light cigar. Yeah. I like, like, the you did Daybreak that you made. Yeah, those are, yeah. That's, that's for me. Yeah. It's perfect. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I've listened to you over Here we go. Yeah. But you because there are all different. You got to do it, Connecticut. Yeah. yeah. I think, whatever. I've, I've also but had what do I know? the Debonair Maduro, too. Mm-hmm. The Debonair Robusto Maduro. Uh, I love the flavor on that. It just adds a totally different quality to it. The nice. Maduro changes it all. And it's it exactly does change the same it all. blend inside. Yeah. I, nothing different. And I can do the Maduro. Mm. You can I do like the Maduro? Yes. Yeah. Hmm. Really? Yeah. There's a sweetness to it or something that calms it down, but I really feel this in my, in my chest. It, it, it may be the, the two ding dongs. I don't know what it is. It's, it's possible. But no, it, it's well, heavy, heavy. This is the feeling I get. Purge on, it, on real have Purge it, though. Yeah. Blow through it. I got to go easy with this guy. <laughs> <laughs> tastes good. It's just heavy. I want it down two notches. Take it down two notches for me, hmm. but they're selling, so it says something. I mean, people buy these. And, uh, I got two, invited two, back to the show. There we right. go. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> people love them. My so. personal preference is more of the floral, so that the mm-hmm. first cigar we had, the Indian Lord's mm-hmm. like, oh, that was yeah. right in my wheelhouse, 100%. Yeah. All right, let's go to uh, take a break. And when we come back, uh, we have uh, Classic Three-Way. we got some letters in the mailbag and lots more. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada Number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. When you light a Davidoff cigar, you set aglow the richest tradition of cigar making in the world. You release craftsmanship achieved by our investment in that most precious of commodities, time. The time it takes to create a Davidoff cigar as it passes through 600 hands before it arrives in yours. The time it takes to age and mature the tobacco which fills a Davidoff cigar, sometimes as much as 10 years. The time it takes to hand pick, hand roll, and then carefully hand-check each individual cigar before it is fit to wear the legendary Davidoff white band. In every second of enjoyment, there are decades of experience. In every way, it is time beautifully filled. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, 
what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donut. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. In 1848, in honor of the English poet Lord Byron, a cigar brand named Byron was first created. Through three centuries, Byron has gone through many hands, but today it is back with the family that first created them. Returning to the early days, now the brand, in a very limited quantity, is produced in a small factory in Costa Rica. Nelson Alfonso offers three Byron blends honoring all three centuries of Byron, Siglo 19, Siglo 20, and Siglo 21. Other cigars sit in an aging room for 60 days, but every Byron cigar sits in an aging room for a period of at least one full year, then and only then into ultra-luxurious porcelain jars and state-of-the-art cigar humitubes packaging. Sure, Byron's packaging is unique and costly to produce, but nothing else will do for a cigar of this quality and taste. Byron Cigars. Cigars of poetry. Sophisticated. Byron. It was 2010 on my 50th birthday. Nick Perdomo from Perdomo Cigars showed up in my office and honored me with a gift. It was a box of cigars. But this box of cigars was not what I expected, one I never saw before, something without the Perdomo name on it. It was my name, Garofalo. Garofalo Cigars has my name on it, but it was blended and created by Perdomo as a gift, a gift of a brand of cigars. So what should you expect from a Garofalo cigar? Rich layers of complex flavors, but offered in a mild to medium body profile. A blend comprised of fine Cuban seed Nicaraguan tobaccos, including a triple fermented five-year aged Connecticut shade wrapper. I'm honored to have Garofalo, my name, surrounding such a wonderful cigar. I would be honored if you would give a Garofalo cigar a try. Garofalo Cigars, an honor. This is Rudy from the chat box up in Canada, where, yes, we celebrate Christmas, Thanksgiving, and Hanukkah. We even have electricity and the internet. You're listening to the Cigar Authority right here on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. But you don't have ding-dongs. You got king-dongs. King-dongs. You got to try the ding-dong. Welcome back, everybody. Live from the Florida Dominicana Cigar Studios today at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. We got Mr. Debonair, Phil Zangy, with us. We're smoking Debonair cigars. So, Phil, tell us not about the Debonair cigar itself, but the Debonair Ideal. Well, the Debonair Ideal, uh, 
when I started Debonair, basically what I wanted to do is everyone uses the lifestyle term, you know. Yeah. And it's kind of been burnt out, you know. So I said, you know, I would rather have an ideal because it'll stay around longer. And basically what I tried to portray in myself and try to bring out other people is just to be a better person tomorrow than you are today and to be positive all the time and to um, really interact with each other in a – in a, you know, a gentlemanly way, yes. a debonair way, you know, I mean, granted, you know, you don't have to argue about things, you know what I mean? You can respond to stuff, not react and, and just, um, positive mental attitude, just, um, try to bring, you know, try to be a part of the, you know, solution, not the problem, mm. you know what I mean? And try to help other people and in turn help yourself, you know, and just bring, um, the cigar, you know, enjoyment aspect of life to your life besides the cigar. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, the time that you take smoking a cigar and the patience and the relaxing and the the whole ritual of it, try to make that into a part of a, an ideal, which basically I've tried to take the ideal now. Now I see it's becoming to a movement. Now other, I see people come and say, hey, it's debonair. And I hear the term debonair yes. now and, and different stuff and happening. And you said you know? it from the very go. I remember mm-hmm. talking to you about the brand before it even came out. And you said, mm-hmm. this is the thing. Mm-hmm. And it takes a long time, but here it is. Mm-hmm. You know, it's happening. It's coming. It's coming to its own, you know. And, you know, we say it all the time, you know, not even smoking a cigar or something. Somebody says something and somebody does something nice. It's very debonair of you. Mm-hmm. An old term. Right. You know, that... It has come a lot. I tried. I brought it back. You brought, I, it, I brought it, it back. back. I brought it back. Brought and it I'm back. here, and I, when I hear people say it now, yeah, brings like, a smile to your face. Totally. You say, I did that. Yeah, I know. In a way, maybe I did. You know, it's like one of those things. I invented the post-it. You know, what I mean, you know, here we go. <laughs> you know, wouldn't that be nice? So, uh, which is a perfect segue to uh, to the debonair uh, ideal segment. So, uh, gentlemen, Chuck Morris, are you feeling right today? You feeling good? Always. Let's okay. do it. Okay. While you're enjoying life to its fullest, it's going to be. It's important to be debonair, and here is Gentleman Chuck Morrison. Do you need a gentleman? Gentleman. I'm a gentleman. Do you need a gentleman? <laughs> you wouldn't want to call me gentleman. Ladies, fasten your seatbelts, switch on your electronic devices, and pump up the volume. You need a gentleman? And this is The Gentleman's Way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide its clients with suspension of reality. Time spent smoking a debonair can never be subtracted from one's life. Today, gentlemen, Phil was just giving us the lifestyle perspective of debonair. Today, we're going to go behind and beyond the definition of debonair. It was nearly four years ago when the Cigar Cigar Authority first introduced the Gentleman's Way brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. And within that time, we've discussed everything from dating behavior to dining etiquette to Super Bowl parties to being a Debonair wingman. As one of the longest-running sponsored segments here on the show, and with having Mr. Debonair himself, Bill Zangi, on today's show, I figure today, gentlemen, we'll go a little behind the definition of debonair and explore its roots. For, to quote Jose Rizal, no, N-O, history means no self. However, no, K-N-O-W, history, know thyself. The modern definition of the word debonair is defined as courteous, gracious, and having a sophisticated charm. However, its first use was in the 13th century, and derives from three French words, de bonheur, which means of good family or nature. 
For example, who, someone who was gentle and well brought up would be described as debonair, literally of good family or nature. When the word was borrowed into the English language in the 13th century, it essentially meant courteous and in narrow sense. However, has evolved today to embody charm, polish, and worldliness, often combined with the carefree attitude. Think James Bond. Here's a little debonair did you know. Did you know debonair was a British airline that operated from 1996 to 1999? Did you know that debonair is a U.S. men's magazine? How about that it's a Indians men magazine? How about, did you know that debonair, before being a British airline in the late 90s, was the name of an aircraft, the Beechcraft debonair? Did you know that debonair is the name of a mid-sized Sudan made by Mitsubishi? Are you familiar with the American doo-wop group, the Flares? Well, before they were the Flares, they were debonair. Did you know that Debonair is a song by Dope on the album Felons and Revolutionaries? Dave, we knew you knew that one. No, I did not. (laughs) (laughs) And last but certainly not least, Debonair is the name of the premium rum and ultra-premium hand-rolled cigars produced by Phil Zangi and Debonair Cigars and Rum. Phil, we love you and thank you for your continued and ongoing support of the Cigar Authority. Next week, a little tease here. We'll reveal the very first Debonair segment ever aired on this show nearly four years ago today. This has never been aired since then, so if you missed the very first Gentleman's Way or forgot what it was, you're in for a special treat. Awesome. Gentlemen, this right here is what we call the Gentleman's Way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. The question every single time we do this, Phil, are you debonair enough? Brilliant. Nice job. Nice job. Good job, Chuck. Thanks. Chuck. You are debonair. You've become debonair. I don't know. Where, yeah, before. He always was. He was the right guy for this. He was perfect. He was the right guy. I'm just teasing. He is. Yeah. <laughs> so he, he mentioned debonair rum. We talk about it all the time. Mm-hmm. We don't have debonair rum. No. Which, which, it's in Europe mostly. Yeah. Yeah, honestly. Because never, I never really had the time to, to do it in the States. And it just got – I got so inundated with the, the cigars, to be honest with you, that – we have some people working you on it. You awards and everything. Everything. And, it's, wow. and it still, it does great in Europe, like in Denmark, France, Spain. It does really, really well. And Germany. I, I had it when I was in the DR with you. Mm-hmm. And you said, here, I want you to try it. And I tried it. And I said, wow, I like it very much. And he says, I want you to try the honey one. And I go, eh, not for me. It's something. No, I want you to try it. I loved it. It was beautiful, yeah. Mm-hmm. I loved it. And I'm not into a flavored anything. Because it's macerated. It's like actual essence of honey. And like oh the coffee one God. we do is essence of coffee. It's coffee oil. And it's those won more than anything. Hmm. Really those spectacular. Have won, it's an eight-year rum that's been macerated. And it's been t- triple filtered and all the stuff they do to it. And it's an amazing product. But it's as tough as tobacco is, cigars are in. And you've got to deal with all this. The liquor end of it, very tough, right? It's, it's not as regulated as we are. Okay. But on the other hand, it's very difficult to get in. It's very, it's very, very expensive to get into a market because you're dealing with, I mean, you're talking people that have not been hit by all these regulations like we've had. So mm. they've just built up such a, a precedence in these stores where, like a Bacardi in the rum business. Sure. I mean, someone, there's many states that one's a franchise state. One's run by the state itself. That you, can only, you have to sell directly to the state, and they sell into their stores. Then you have open states, which you can have more than one distributor. But say some grandiose distributor that is making $15 million off of Bacardi. They yeah. buy two containers from you. 
in a franchise state, right? Yeah. And then you go, okay, what happened? They're like, well, you know what? We're, they're just going to hold your brand because they don't want to have a competition. Yes. So many things can happen. And it's just, yeah. I didn't have the time or the patience to really deal with it, you know? So I took my band off because it was getting low and it had, the band had to come off. And mm-hmm. I got August 15th, 2012. Wow. Me too. Same date. Yeah, same date. August 12th. We got the old stash. This is, this is aged. Well, yeah. we, we're going to put the special yeah. one. Yeah. Okay, we're going to smoke it. But um, which tells me aging did not take away the power of the cigar, the flavors. Right. The, the, um, you know, certain cigars age and they lose their flavor. Yeah. This is certainly not one of them because here we go, four years. You're right. It balanced out, though. So... There For me, go. it's balanced. It's, it's no, it's okay. Mm-hmm. I'm all right, but I'm telling <laughs> yeah. you, it's heavy. I'm, but I'm okay. I'd, I'd say it if I if it was getting you're not too sweating much. anything. You no, look great. Yeah. I'm all right. <laughs> um, so right now, let's take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha, they're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha, to the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time, and I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats, and they're coming to take me away, And it's time for news from the insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true, or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavored, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from a little 4x44 to the absolutely insane 8x80. An eBay seller known as B-Ball Juan found a flaming Hot Cheeto that sort of looks like a bald eagle sitting on a perch. The <laughs> emphasis is, is on sort of. B-Ball Juan is asking $5,000 for this eagle-ish shaped snack, which he promises has not been altered in any way. Juan explains a little bit about this patriotic processed food in the eBay summary that it's posted on. Found this unique piece while I was enjoying a yummy bag of hot Cheetos. Looks like an American eagle on a branch or tree. The piece has not been altered in any way. Happy bidding. Shoot me an offer. I am trying to make some money in order to go on my honeymoon. But wait, there's more. (laughs) But he may have missed out on some scoring real cheddar for his eagle-shaped snack. Earlier this year, Frito-Lay created an online Cheetos museum dedicated to weird-looking Cheetos. At one point, it was offering as much as $250,000. That's a quarter of a million for the most unique-looking Cheeto. Anyone paying... Anyone willing to pay $5,000 for a hunk of snack food that almost looks like a bird should contact me through the Contact Us page of the Cigar Authority. I have a toenail collection that looks exactly like a pile of toenails that is a steal for $350. That's insane. That's asylum. Please say you really don't have a toenail connection. (laughs) It's a small job. It's It's not crazy. It's not like I have a... One of those five-gallon water bottles. (laughs) (laughs) People will sell the craziest things. Yeah, they will. Oh, absolutely. And people will buy the craziest things. Yeah, even more so. That's crazy. It is crazy. It is insane. Um, All right, let's go to the Classic Three-Way, brought to you by Classic Cigars. You've heard of epic rap battles. But now it's time for the epic battle. Wow. 
It's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. For this day, tell anyone about this, I'll kill you. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. In classic history, is looking at you, kid. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous? Yes. All classic cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic, and every cigar is priced under. Get this under. $3 per cigar. You like that, baby? Let him know where I came from, yeah! Choose any blend, including the Classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste, the Classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the Classic Cuban for its sweet, sun-grown, and nutty overtones. That's undertones, you idiot! Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. Okay. Um, I don't know if you remember this, Phil, how this segment works. We are going to tell you somebody's birthday that was born today, Mm -hmm. and you guess their birthday without going over, the closest without going over. So I have four birthdays today. Mm -hmm. Our champion here is Chuck right now, right? Sure. And he is going to go first, but you have to write down the number so you don't actually... um, Cheat. Cheat, right. <laughs> is there another pen here? Yeah, we get a pen. Okay. Who needs a pen? You? Yeah, I do. There's Thank one here. Oh, there you go. I, I let him borrow right my there, pen, Dave. and now I didn't have a second one. I should have a backup, but I don't. So today is November 12th, and born today is Neil Young. Oh. Neil Young, legendary folk singer, responsible for songs like Old Man, Heart of Gold, Harvest Moon, Alabama. Uh, part of a solo career, he was also a member of the band Buffalo Springfield and Crosby, Steele's Nash & Young. He actually had to be in Crosby, Steele's Nash & Young because his name was Young. It was a n- natural thing. He had to mm-hmm. actually be in that. So Neil Young is born today. What year without going over? So Chuck Morrison, what year without going over? Neil Young was born in 1940. 1940, oh. he says. So now it goes to you, Phil. What year? 1948. 48. And Derek. 1941. 41 for the point. 41. Derek gets the point because it was 45 oh. without going over. So you see how it goes? Derek gets the point. We're moving on to the second one. You're going to go first, Phil. Sammy Sosa. Sammy Sosa from the Dominican Republic, baseball mm-hmm. player, former NLB star, longtime Chicago Cubs, who hit 609 home runs and became the first player in the league history to top 60 home runs in three separate seasons. Turns out he was tested positive for performance enhancing drugs, but he does hold that record. Born today, what year? 1968. 68. Going 70. 70? 70. 72. 72. By the way, Phil, if you get it exact, like you did, you get two points. Wow. wow there nice. we go. Wow. 68. Two points. <clears throat> Loving it. <clears throat> okay, so we're going to move over to Derek. Derek. Ready. Tanya Harding. Oh. oh. Tanya Harding, Olympic ice skater who was involved in the widely disputed and controversial attack of rival Nancy <laughs> Kerrigan, her ex-husband conspiracized to physically assault her competitor, Nancy Kerrigan. And there were many questions regarding Tanya's participation in the assault. She was a two-time Skate American champion. Tanya Harding, born today. What year? I'm going 1974. 74. Chuck. 70. 70. 72. 72. We have two points again. Chuck Morrison. Yeah, wow. baby. We got a game. There's a tie. We got a game. So we have two to two to one. Mm-hmm. Derek, you're one point. Yep. Two, two. And we have one question left. Oof. And this is going to... Chuck. Chuck. Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway is an actress mm. who 
who starred in The Princess Diaries, The Devil Wears Prada, won an Academy Award for her, per- her performance in La Miserable. She also had major hits including Alice in Wonderland, The Dark Knight Rises, and Valentine's Day. Anne Hathaway, born today, what year? Writing it down, I have 1965. 65. Way Phil. under. <laughs> Phil, what do you got? 85. 85. Over. Write it down, Derek. I'm say, I, Write said, it down. I said 1987. 87. Give me the point. I give the point to you. Wow. You Chuck gets the point. It's 1982. You were oh, very close, but it was over. Was right, too. And Chuck is the champion. Chuck See how up. tough that is? See what this, happens? I get in your head. This classic day in classic history was brought to you by Classic Cigars. Whichever classic you choose, find it at your favorite brick-and-mortar retailer across the country. Classic Cigars. Chuck. Nice so, job, fellas. Nice job. So, Good job, Chuck. So that's how that works. Yeah. Congratulations. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. My notes back here. Thank you for the pen. And uh, we have something in the mailbag. Yep, we do have a mailbag. And the following message was submitted to us through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. This one is from Steve. Hey, guys, I love the show, and I'm throwing in the Cigar Authority party at my house this Saturday. Oh, my goodness. My Steve. Old- my old lady nice. is out of town, so I invited all the mice over to play. Nice. There will be about 12 guys total smoking along with you in my living room. So if you could read and respond to my email this week to all of my friends, they will be there to hear it live. Isn't this interesting? Trump will become the next president. Although he is pro-business, he is against using tobacco himself and claims to have zero vices. What, if anything, will this election do for the cigar industry? I know it's all speculation at this point. What do you think he'll do? If you don't mind my, reading my email this week, I would greatly appreciate the bragging rights in front of my friends. There you go. Signed, Steve's friends. Uh, si- Hi, Steve's friends. Signed, Big Steve. Big Steve. Big Steve. So what do you think? Uh, I think it's good. I think, I think it is. I think it's good uh, because he's pro-business. He's obviously a business man. I was a Ross Perot supporter. Remember oh, Ross yeah. Perot, right? You know, guys don't even no, know. Of course Before I my do. time. Yeah. Because he was a businessman. And I said, you know, this country, the deficits and all the problems that happened financially, put a businessman in. Look at the guy who ended up winning. He spent the least amount of money, even running against the, the uh, Republicans. He was outspent by Bush dramatically outspent, and he still couldn't beat him. He spent the less amount of money. He figured out ways to get um, media attention for free. Mm-hmm. He was not spending the money. The guy can figure out ways to run the company, run the company, run the country as a company, right. as a company, uh, and he knows that in order to get more money, it's not overtax them like they're doing in California. They're going to overtax. They expect to get a billion dollars. I promise you they're not going to get a fraction of it because you take the guys paying the taxes out of the game. Bring them into the game right. and get a little bit from a lot of people, and you make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Taking somebody down to nothing. I promise you, this was Massachusetts. I was in Massachusetts. I had a, three cigar stores in Massachusetts, and they said we're going to implement a 12% tax. I knew what that meant, that they, they were looking to raise $300 million. Um, no, I'm sorry. They were looking to raise $3 million, $3 million from cigars. There were 30 of us in the major Boston area at the time. And I said, if you end up doing this tax, you're going to drive the business out of here, and you're going to actually make far less. I'll move out myself, and you're going to lose half of it. So I move out. And all the other retailers that were left in Massachusetts were very happy I left because their business was going to double, basically, right? The opposite happened. 
I moved out, the customer left along with it, and the 30 stores that remained in, in the Boston, major Boston area at the time ended up all going out of business except one. L.J. Peretti's the last guy standing that, wow. was, that was there when I left. They raised the tax from 12% to 15, from 15 to 30, from 30 to 40, and there's nobody left. No one. How about raising it to 2,000%? Because 2,000 times zero is zero. Instead of a state like we were talking Texas. Texas is one penny. You know they make a lot of money? They make a lot of pennies? Because the number one place, you can say it, mm-hmm. is Texas. It's Texas, yeah. yeah. That's one and a tenth of a cent or something like that. It's like nothing. But it adds up. up. No, but it, and yeah. along with that, they employ lots of people, and they get lots of employment taxation, and they get lots of people spending money in there. And sp- by spending that money, the owner of the cigar store has money to spend. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so on and so on. You know, on, it's, yeah. it's a business thing. Unfortunately for our politics, as most politicians, this is my feeling. I don't want to turn it into a political show. But most politicians are career politicians. And their job is to keep their job. That's their only job. And as soon as they get elected, they're trying to get elected the next time. And it's, it's not pro-business. It's not, you know, how do we end up doing a tax? More taxes can solve everything. It isn't, it's not true. It's just the opposite. And have, why have we not learned this over and over and over? The same thing happened. You know what? 12% didn't work. Let's go to 15. That didn't work. Let's go to 30. That didn't work. Nobody said go backwards. Mm. No, go to 40. 40 times nothing, you know, and, and California's doing that. I think Trump, as the businessman, is going to be pro-business, and that's going to end up changing this, industry, this country. Um, what, uh, Phil, you're the perfect guy here because uh, you import stuff from foreign cu- countries. Are right. you worried where he says we're going to tax stuff that comes into the U.S. and things like that? I mean, but that's we got to talk about this. He's all about the trade agreements, so it's all a good look at how the trade agreements fall down. Yeah. And how they work out. I know if we try to import something into the Dominican Republic, mm-hmm. we have to pay a lot. A lot. To bring it in. But the other way around, no. Right. It's right. not fair. No, it's not. It's gonna, it has to be an even playing field. We'll see. We'll see what happens. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be an interesting run. It's going to be something different. So, you know, time will Like tell. him or don't like him, <laughs> the guy won the election. And he's got four years at least. Let's see what he does. I'm optimistic. I think it's a good thing. We'll see. I, ho- I hope, we should all hope, that he succeeds and, it, and it's good for everybody. Absolutely. So uh, this thing with the rioting in the streets and all this stuff is a disgrace. That's exactly. Disgrace. They, they call it a protest. It's not a protest. Oh, when there's fires God. and beatings and it, it's a It's, a it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. So anyway, Big Steve. With all his friends over there, you got nothing better to do than watch this crap, huh? Yeah, it's must be drinking, heavy drinking, heavy drinking, <laughs> heavy going drinking. On. Yeah, heavy. <laughs> so, uh, what, what do we got for time here? We got right. time to squeeze another one in, Derek? If you got one, yeah, yeah, why not? Okay. All right. Let's see. The following message was submitted to us through the contact us page of thecigarauthority.com, and it says. Hey guys, I wanted to ask a question about cigar shop etiquette. I learned the hard way that even the biggest premium cigars stored in the best conditions at the best shops can have cracked wrappers, torn feet, etc. To avoid buying one, I now inspect each cigar that I pick up before heading to the register. Absolutely. Naturally, sometimes I find a blemish stick and have to put it back in the box. I also find that sometimes when I spot a particular cigar that I like, I have to move a few cigars within the box so that I can get to it, especially when it's in a tightly packed row. Considering both of these situations, am I breaking any kind of etiquette by touching those cigars that I end up not buying? Absolutely not. 
Uh, be careful. You don't squeeze a cigar at the cap. Yeah. If you're seeing if it's, if it's fresh, you squeeze at the foot. Or else if you squeeze at the cap, you break it, and that's not nice. Be gentle with it. Keep in mind also don't put your hands on the cap if you have an unwrapped cigar because somebody's going to put their mouth on it. Yeah. You know, do the right thing, and uh, you should inspect. I think uh, you go to other countries and somebody's buying a box of cigars. Mm-hmm. I'm told that they open no and inspect them, yeah. every single – you buy a box of cigars, it's open and inspected before the sale takes, takes – fa- that doesn't happen in this country. I, I don't know why, but it doesn't happen. Uh, maybe because we don't deal with a lot of issues with mm. bad drawing cigars and things like Cuban cigars that have a bad reputation right. of, of that. It doesn't happen in these countries. Um, the, sta- the store should stand behind everything anyway. Ask for help. Yeah. That's number one. Ask for your local tobacconist. Ask to engage with your, your shop owner. Have him help you. Right. Have him maybe point you in a different direction or help you what, you, what you're looking for. Yeah, it doesn't make you stupid asking no. for help. It actually makes you stupid not asking for help. Right. That's what you the know. guy's there for. Right. Yeah. That's his yeah. only reason why he comes to work every right. day is to help you. Exactly. That's why we're here, right? That's Absolutely. It. We say it to the staff all the time. A, uh, a customer is not the interruption of our day. Mm-hmm. It is the only reason why we came. <laughs> Pretty much. It's the only reason why we came to work today is for him. That's awesome. May I help you? You know, it, it, it's a bad pitch because, um, you know, usually the answer is, you know, no, because you put your guard up or something like that. But the reason why that is is that's why we're here. May I help you? Mm-hmm. Uh, so don't look at it as a negative thing. How can I help you? Um, you know, I want a cigar, but I don't want it. You know, I'm, I want this brand, but I'm looking for one without a blemish, and I want it perfect or whatever. That, that's the way you want it. You right. know, so that's it. N- yeah. Not at all, but um, sure. Good question. That's it. Yeah. So, Phil. Thank whole, you. Two hours, brother. Yeah, buddy. Anytime. Thank anytime. You. anytime. Thank I, you, brother. I, Good to meet you, Derek. I, Same here. Thank Chuck, you. I love you, buddy. I love thank you, brother. You. Yeah. There we go. So uh, the honeymoon is over. Barry comes back next week. Mr. Jonathan comes back next week. And uh, we will critique the Ashhole Show. <laughs> hey, I'll, I'll definitely turn in for that. <laughs> so we're going to tune into it. Then we're going to critique it. And uh, we're going to also get pissed off as we gear up for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So uh, thanks, everybody, for joining us. And uh, Steve and all your friends down there watching. Hi, Steve. There we go. Big Steve. Yep. yep. Thanks for listening in. And you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. And if you've learned nothing or nothing more in the past two hours, just learn this. Keep the lit end of the cigar out of your mouth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can I have your attention for a second? I want to tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact that I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. 
That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a million choices, it's Stogie. 